Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Man your battle stations. The Maller Militia under attack. The rebuttal. Moments away. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. On your car insurance, just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. And uh, no, we're not going to go down LeBron James Highway. We're trying to avoid that as much as we can. We know at some point we'll have in-depth team coverage, but uh, everyone's obsessed with LeBron James. We're not doing that here. We have much more important business to take care of. Now, as the self-proclaimed from a lister, nocturnal colonel, of Fox Sports Radio. You know, I have the most nicknames of anyone in radio. I don't have the most listeners. I don't I don't make the most run, money far from it. But I do have the most nicknames. And one of them is the Nocturnal Colonel. Uh, we cover the late night hours here. We hide behind the darkness of the late night hours. And I do my work under that cover of darkness. Much like a vampire, I sleep during the day. So... You can understand if you've worked the third shift, if you find these hours appealing or you just have insomnia, you live a similar life uh, to me. So, you, you, you know, I was a, a bit surprised when I woke up and had an assortment of grumpy messages on social media. I was like trying to flash back. I was like, what? 
what kind of escapades did we get into last night? I'm trying to. I usually try to block the show out. Uh, it's part of my therapy. When I leave the studio, I try to forget everything that happened. I had all of the buffoonery, the lunacy, all of it. Just leave it behind. Right? Just forget about it, and we start fresh. It's like uh, that old iconic movie that Hollywood produced, Groundhog Day. Right? Every day is, you know, it's like the same thing, but I, I, in my head, it's different. Right? In my head, it's different. So, so I, I hear all these, uh, I see all these messages. People are very upset. Uh, I don't know if you followed along. Maybe you missed this here, and uh, they were pretty much all from Houstonians. So I was like, okay, uh, let me see. Maybe I did. I talk about. The Rockets. Maybe this is some kind of delayed reaction psychosis from Rocket fans, right, who are still chafed that they blew two games. They were one win away from the NBA Finals, and they played like choking dogs in the last two games of the Western Finals. No, it wasn't that. Uh, Maybe some Astro fans upset that we called them on their spitball ways there and some kind of overreaction. No, it wasn't that. I was like, okay, what else is there? Going through, I'm trying to think, what else? I don't think we've broken down the University of Houston athletic program there. I don't think we've done anything on that. So I think we're good there. Uh, yeah, oh, here we go. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, it was Houston Texans fanboys who were circling the wagons to defend their fallen quarterback, Deshaun Watson. Yes, uh, he was triggered. By my compelling commentary the other day on these airwaves, the very powerful airwaves of Fox Sports Radio. So I wanted to talk about this. Now, we pointed out accurately that Deshaun Watson is not long for the NFL. Now, why is that? His body cannot handle the rigors of the National Football League. Who? It's not really an opinion. It's a fact, considering how many games he missed last year, going back to college, any reasonable person. Any reasonable person would come to that conclusion based on a small sample size. This is not looking good. But the one thing I've learned, the most passionate sycophants are not rational. They're not realistic. They're certainly not mature. And they're not sensible. Right? And you give them level-headed, credible thoughts, they don't want to hear any of it. Right? Logic goes out the window. So we were on our way. Right? We were on our way. Deshaun Watson responded to the... Fox Sports Radio Twitter feed, uh, calling me a clown. He, uh, How dare him? I am the greatest effing clown you've ever seen. I, You think Krusty the Clown's good? I'm better than Krusty the Clown. I, I'm on, on top of, of that. Come on. All right, so here's the question. How should I feel about an injured NFL quarterback who has yet to make it through an entire season calling me a clown? Let me tell you something. I'm flattered. Let me tell you why I'm flattered. It's great marketing, right? And clowns are very valued members of society. You remember when you were a little kid before you became an angry, cynical schmuck as an adult? When you were a little kid growing up, as a child, you valued what? You valued your mom, your dad, if you had both in the house there. Uh, maybe there was some clergy that was important to you. You looked up to, to people, uh, firefighters, police officers, Santa Claus, and clowns, right? Clowns, very valuable people. So that's a, that's a respect when you talk about clowns. Now, my thoughts to expand on this, because this is a very important issue that we must address here. We'll have a full, exhilarating Maller Militia get-together. But my thoughts on this, you've got grapes, thin-skinned, and truth in broadcasting. 
and we will tie all of this together. You know how it works. Now, number one, Deshaun Watson, like a lot of professional athletes, has surrounded himself with cheerleaders. Right? He has become protected interest. After beating Alabama in the national championship game and having success as a rookie in the NFL, he lives in a bubble. Now, I'm not talking about a bubble screen here. Uh, let's be realistic. When you are a star quarterback in college and then you get off to a really good start before your legs crumble in the NFL, you get treated like a god. He's a deity, right? Fawned over by media fanboys. They love him. And these delusional dopes continue to feed Deshaun Watson's ego. It comes with the territory, right? I just imagine in one of those cartoon bubbles, the the Texans quarterback reclined on a stack of luxurious pillows while getting fed a study diet of grapes surrounded by belly dancers that are fanning him so he stays cool, right? I mean, it's it's both... Pathetic, demoralizing, it's all that, right? Demoralizing, pathetic. Now, we have a rogue group. We call it the Maller Militia. The few, the proud, the brave. Uh, blind Scott, how does this look that my senior commander is a blind guy? But Blind Scott was leading the insurgency to defend the Maller Militia. And he took some, ca- you know, he took some casualties. He did. Uh, but he was leading the way there. There were a couple of other senior members of the Mallard Militia there that were doing their thing. And one thing I'm proud of, we're a ragtag group here at the Mallard Militia. We are. There's not a single man, woman, or child that's part of this, this little thing we do overnights that's being fed chocolate on a couch, right? It, that doesn't happen. That's not how we operate around here, right? We're the ugly red-headed stepchild. That's how we operate. We earn our money. Elbow grease. Elbow grease, I say. Now, the second thing here, all right, there is a checkered history between myself and Deshaun Watson. This is not our first rodeo. Uh, this is not our, now, this is not as long as our spats with shats, but this goes back to his, his after his Clemson's days, uh, before he was drafted. Watson got into a social media dust-up with your favorite chatterbox. Uh, I called him out on his nonsense. He didn't like that. I didn't like that I called him out as nonsense last year. So if you're a new listener, let me kind of get you caught up to speed here on what happened. It was last March before the draft. Watson tweeted that I've been doubted and criticized my whole life. None of you people's opinions matter to me. I just hustle and stay in my lane. Now, my Maller stupidometer, which everyone should have, it, it was activated. And I had to point out the classic jock speak that you know we had an athlete here using the nobody believed in me card. Right? Deshaun Watson was a five-star quarterback in high school. He went to a power conference, and I pointed that out. You know the nobody believed in me card, which a lot of athletes do. They love it. They win a big game. That's why I got a kick out of the Warriors winning because they couldn't say nobody believed in us because everyone bet on the Golden State Warriors. Uh, to win the championship. Everyone knows anything about basketball. So it's a classic motivational play. And Watson got upset, and you know, he, we got into it. We went back and forth there. Ironically, though, he deleted that tweet. I don't know why he would do that. I have no idea. Oops-a-daisy, right? Now, fortunately, I took a screenshot. I saved it for posterity 
sake there. And you know, Watson, by all accounts, is a nice guy. He's been compared to Jesus Christ, Michael Jordan, uh, on and on. That that can be true. And guess what? Right? Guess what? Deshaun Watson could be the most thin-skinned professional athlete. You know, he he puts Kevin Durant to shame. And he's got rabbit ears, too. He's got rabbit ears. That is a toxic combination. Now, what is my evidence? What is my evidence? Deshaun Watson, the tweet that he you know, responded to, and he called me a clown. That's fine. I get paid to be a clown. I'm a talk show host. I wear it proudly. Uh, but Watson responded to a tweet he wasn't tagged in. Now, if you don't, if you're not on Twitter, you know, and only like seven percent of people are on there, uh, feel like it's a lot more on our show. But maybe it's not your your, your thing. You're not into it. Uh, you can tag someone in a tweet. He was not tagged in this. What does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. It means that he was searching Twitter for his name. You know what that is called? Look up the word narcissism because you'll see Deshaun Watson right next to it. That's a narcissistic move. Now, I am flattered that he clearly is concerned about my reason, sound, commentary about his situation. Now, the last thing here, for the many advocates, and there are, are a lot of Deshaun Watson, you might not believe this, but I am the best thing that ever happened to Deshaun Watson. He hasn't blocked me on Twitter. I'll give him credit for that, right? That that uh, Mr. Softy and Damakon Sue blocked me. William Shatner, soft, blocked me. Uh, I, at least at this point in our relationship, Deshaun Watson has not blocked me and tried to extort me to unblock me. Other people have. Shout out Shats. Other people have done that. Other people have tried to get me in trouble with the FCC. Shout out Shatner. Right? Other people have tried to get me fired from my job at ESPN that I don't have. Shout out Shatner. Right? At least Watson hasn't done any of those things. You know what that means? That means I am providing him with extra motivation. Right? Extra motivation. Now, using some critical thinking. Uh, am I going to back down from those comments? No. Of course not. We double down. Truth in broadcasting. The, uh, the quote there on the Fox Sports Radio Twitter account, which is uh, very valuable there, that it was this. It was Deshaun Watson ain't going to be around for very long. He's going to be destroyed and obliterated again because his body can't handle the rigors of the NFL. Based on the fact that his body broke down last year with the Texans, non-contact injury, plus a couple years ago at Clemson, again, any clear-minded observer, a neutral party, would question the long-term viability of Deshaun Watson in the NFL. He has now had not one, but both knees operated on. He's had ACL procedures in both knees. He's 22 years old. Does that sound like the ingredients for a long NFL career? But again, we're being practical here. There's no room for that, right? There's no room for common sense. People get emotional, right? They get very emotional. We talk about the fact that on this show, we, we often use, when we talk about these kind of things, the left brain, right? The logic center of the brain is the left brain. And the Deshaun Watson sycophants and those like that use the right brain. They get very emotional. I get all worked up. Yeah, good luck. All right, the, the last thing here. Here we go. Let's bring in Eddie here. Now, Eddie Garcia, Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia. More impressive to be called a clown by Deshaun Watson or 
William Shatner. You decide, Eddie, right now. Ooh. More impressive. Well, we have to go right now. I mean, maybe yeah. Deshaun Watson becomes a Hall of Fame quarterback. Maybe not. We don't know. Maybe but right he becomes now, RG3. Yeah. Maybe so. Yeah. But right now, you would have to go with William Shatner, ah, who is a ah. worldwide renowned, known- Pop culture icon. Actor, and yes, yes. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so that's right. So the, uh, that's a loss for Deshaun Watson. That's The, the Texans are 0-1. Right? They started the year with a loss. That's an so, interesting way of phrasing yeah. it. Yeah. Well, listen, that's a win for the Maller Militia. This oh, is very yeah. straightforward here. I'd like to thank my soldiers, Blind Scott, and all the others that defended the good name there. It was wonderful. Blind, I sent out a tweet about Peyton Manning, and, and Blind Scott was like, no, no, we got bigger things going on here. This was very complex for Blind Scott. He was trying to lead a brigade of the Maller Militia. Yeah. Trying to there lead is, that in, there is into something, combat. There is something appropriate about a blind man leading your army. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, we, we love all. Listen, we have a seven-toed drag queen that's one of our regular callers. Is it seven? Uh, yes, down okay. to seven. Seven. We have, that's our, our shout-out for Lexus. We have our transgender Dave, who's yet to have the procedure, but he likes the name. He's going with that. Am I forgetting anyone else? Who else have I forgot? We have a whole bunch. We have a... We have a not a she's not a psychic, but she reads the stars. There. Yeah, of course, Andrea, our friend that can look out at the stars. Uh, I'm told that Mark, the full name guy, will start calling again soon. He's living, uh, I believe, in some kind of shelter situation where they shut out the uh, lights at like ten o'clock, so he can't uh, he can't call. Ten o'clock. Show. I think he Come said on. something. He's on Twitter, and he mentioned. He is? Yeah, but he, what's his what's his Twitter handle? It's like his real name. It's, oh. uh, he sends me tweets in the morning when he wakes up, usually. Very angry tweets. That yeah. does sound like him. Yeah. yeah, like angry bills. You know, We have a bank robber. He's part of it there. <laughs> we've, got that, uh, we've got that as well. Am I missing anyone? Is there anyone else? Oh, literally? there's plenty. There's, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of them. An endless amount? Yeah. But you're, you're hitting on the, some, the of the, key, uh, some of the key people here. The high-ranking officers yeah. in the militia. Yeah, these are, these are key figures in our, our battle royale, our social media battle royale. Uh, should I get Russian bots involved? Do we need to get Russian uh, they, bots? I think they're already involved. Are they involved? Probably, yeah. Uh, I know we have a lot of porn bots because we're on overnights. And no, that's... we do? I thought those were just really uh, uh, lovely ladies uh, that were fans yeah, of the show. That have uh, Not real, huh? That have three followers and follow 1,312 accounts. Exactly. It's amazing how that works. All right, we'll take your calls on all this. Uh, I, I think we put it out very, it's not convoluted at all. I told you my side of it here. And if you want to comment on that, 877-99 on Fox. It's a call to arms for the Maller Militia, 877. I was getting calls from radio stations in Houston, Eddie. They wanted me to come on. I didn't respond. In fact, some of these guys are so stupid that they're at competitors of our home in Houston, right? I was getting calls from the other, there's like 17 sports stations in Houston. We're on 790 in Houston, but there were people from the other stations that were I don't know how they got my number that wanted me to go on. I was like, what the hell's wrong with you people? I can't, I can't do that. I didn't, you know, I didn't even respond. I was like, you know, come on. All right, uh, I guess that shows you how important our show is. All right, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. We'll call this one the one and only, the one and only. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends. 
most of whom ignore us, please take a second to like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Ernie writes, he says, Ben, first off, just give us the word in the Maller Militia and we will go all Shats attack on Deshaun Watson. And second, who has the odds more against them since the, they were five, LeBron or Deshaun Watson? He's got thinner skin than a snake, uh, Ernie said. Uh, thank you for that, Ernie. Uh, who else we have? Uh, the trucker. Trucker Joe says, uh, in a way, it is great. Because Deshaun Watson is a listener to your show and probably has a burner account on Twitter so he can be part of the militia. Yeah, I think I know his burner account. I think he just started one tonight. Uh, the name Willie, who just started. This is, I always love this. He just started a Twitter account. It's a new Twitter account uh, named Willie and has sent one tweet out, and it was to our show uh, to say the show's terrible. So I think that I think that might be, not that that's wrong, but I think that's the I think that's the burner count. Uh, let's see, can't read that, <laughs> can't read that one on the air. Uh, we'll skip over that. Uh, all right, we'll take some phone calls here. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Vols fan Jimmy says uh, you were scared to go on Houston uh, talk shows to defend yourself. No, Jimmy. Contractually, I'm not allowed to go on competing radio stations. I don't know if you know this. There's things called contracts, and I have to go on certain radio shows, and if they're competitors, I'm not allowed to go on them. That's how it works. Uh, Those aren't the rules I made. Let's go to the phones right now, and let's say hello to G-Money in Houston. If you're just tuning into the show, we were talking about Deshaun Watson. He called me a clown because I pointed out the truth. He didn't want to hear the truth because he can't handle the truth. What's going on, G-Money? Hey, Ben, how you doing? Welcome, G-Money. What's going hey, on? Hey, look, I listen to your show every night, man. I'm a big fan. And uh, thank you about joining the uh, Maller Militia. But uh, yeah. right now, I, I got to tell you, you, you you're wrong about Deshaun Watson, man. That That's just uh, ludicrous, what you said about it, man. That 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 is the most exciting quarterback in the NFL. He not only ignited this city, got everybody excited, but the whole nation got to see a superstar in the making. Well, he's not but, a superstar in the making if he he's not on the field. That's the yeah. problem. He's not going to be able to stay on the field. Yeah, but you got to understand, he hurt his knee. He, wasn't, he, he hurt it on the sideline. Yes, that's problem. that's all the more point that he's he's fragile. Okay, I tell you what. Well, uh, you know the old you know the old saying: the best ability is availability. Right, right. You right. Is, is he going to be available? I, I'm, I, if I, if you were able to bet, G money, five years from now, is Deshaun Watson in the NFL as a starting quarterback, as a top line starting quarterback, or is he trying to hang on like RG three? I tell you what, I'm, I do better than that. Uh, I got a whole lot of relatives in LA, yeah. and uh, I tell you what, I'm gonna do. Uh oh, if the Texans. Don't win the Super Bowl. Remember, G Money said it. Okay. They don't win the Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm gonna feed your whole crew. The I'm, whole crew I, you're gonna hook I know, us up with. I know right? I know all of y'all, uh Danny, uh Coop, yeah. Luke, Eddie. Yeah, look at you know. Y'all everybody. love I know y'all love pizza. 
So yeah. I'll get my cousin. All right. Well, listen, I like that kind of wager. I like this. You, you're you're, you're going to drag your family into this, G-Money? You're going to drag your family, your poor cousin? You're going to make him get involved in this, G-Money, man? Yeah, I'm going to get him to bring you out. All right. I'm all for it, man. Listen, I'm all I'm all, about it. all right. Thank you, G-Money. And listen, you can be part of the militia, but as far as Deshaun Watson, if you want to be a pacifist with Deshaun, you can be a pacifist. All right. All right. Thank you. There he goes, uh, G-Money. He's reluctant to go all in on the Maller militia. He's kind of feeling his way with the Maller militia. Seems like a good guy. All right, I'll take your calls. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. We'll get to the one and only. The one and only. We'll get to that. We'll mix that into the conversation. But right now, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, we say hello to Eddie Garcia, who's got the latest. Eddie? Well, Ben, we'll start off talking about a little Major League Baseball games of note. They're battling for the NL Central in Milwaukee. Brewers taking on the Cubs. This time, Milwaukee starting pitcher Chase Anderson and three relievers combined on a two-hit shutout of Chicago. So Milwaukee's now back on top in the NL Central by a half game on the Cubs. The Braves beat the Mets 8-2. Atlanta moves one game up on Washington for the NL East lead. That's because the Nationals were shut out by the Yankees. 3-0. CeCe Sabathia and three relievers combining on the three-hit shutout of the Nats. Red Sox beat the Orioles 6-4. Boston remains tied with New York for the AL East lead. Astros over the A 6-3 and the Mariners beat the Angels 6-3. So Seattle still has a half game lead on Houston for first in the AL West. This report brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, news from football. Did you see a St. Louis jury found your Los Angeles Rams libel. Well, they actually found the they found the St. Louis Rams libel. Well, it's they're yeah. now the, they're now the Los Angeles yeah, Rams. But this happened while in St. Louis. But they're now the yeah. Los Angeles Rams and, and they're the ones who are going to have to pay Reggie Bush yeah. 12.5 million in damages. This is one of the more absurd stories today. I will address this with full Maller monologue treatment well, later Eddie. if people don't remember November 1st, 2015, who, Bush, who, Bush is playing who, who for the 49ers. For, who could forget a 49er Ram game? I actually do remember this. Bush uh-huh. ran out of bounds on a punt return. He slipped on the concrete what? there, and the Edward Jones Dome suffered yeah. a torn lateral meniscus, which ended his season. Yeah. And they uh, claimed that was negligence on the part of the folks there at the Edward Jones Dome. And yeah. so he's it, getting $12.5 million. There's a lot of layers to this, uh, and uh, they, they've got to appeal. The, the NFL is going to force the Rams to appeal on this. I'll explain why later, but is that not absurd, Eddie? Do you not think that's absurd? I can't wait to hear your monologue. I will, okay. All right. I will expand on that more uh, later. We are emanating from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So a couple weeks back, we briefly touched on a trade, there was a transaction in the National Football League, and it involved Christian Hackenberg. You remember this? Christian Hackenberg was traded from the Jets to the Oakland Raiders, and we tossed out the question, what are the chances that Christian Hackenberg has a career renaissance in Oakland? And I set the odds high. I went with 1%. I said there was a 1% chance that Christian Hackenberg would have a career renaissance which is really not the right phrasing because he's never been good uh, with the Raiders. Well, now we know the rest of the story, as the late, great Paul Harvey would say. Good day. Uh, The Raiders have given Christian Hackenberg 
the old pink slip. They have released, <gasps> fired Christian Hackenberg three weeks after he was traded from the Jets to the Rays. Now, the, do the Jets still get a conditional draft pick? I'm going to guess they don't get, uh, or they don't have to uh, give up the Raiders rather to the Jets a 2019 conditional seventh round draft pick. I'm I'm relatively confident that there was nothing exchanged there. There were no goods exchanged in that transaction. Pretty confident in saying that. So here is the fun fact. We can now update it. This is outstanding. This is going to be one of those who am I game questions that we have you know, next year, the year after. We'll, we'll recycle it. Eddie Garcia, do you know who the only quarterback in the past 30-plus years who got drafted in the first two rounds and never took a single snap in the regular season? Who do you think that would be, Eddie? Hmm. Nothing's coming to mind Oh, that's at the right. Moment. Hold on, Eddie. Christian Hackenberg. Oh, that guy. Yes. I, isn't it better now for Hackenberg that he never plays? Right? I'll tell you why. Well, not for him, no. For us, For yes. the legend. For the legend of Christian Hackenberg. You don't want to be a legend of suckage. Like, Bart, uh, if you look at the history here of the NFL, like, I mean, you, you think, who's the great busts of our time? You know, depending on how old you are, you might go back to Ryan Leaf. Maybe you don't go back to Ryan Leaf. He might be before your time. Uh, more recently, although it's been a while now, Jamarcus Russell. The purple drank. Johnny Manziel has been a bust. But those guys played, right? They played. Some of them played for multiple teams. To think that Hackenberg could be drafted, the only quarterback to be drafted the first couple of rounds, and never take a regular season snap, right? In the modern era where we hear all these braggadocious executives and scouts talk about how much research, they hire FBI people for background checks, and they go over everything these players do in their lives. They look at their bowel movements. They want to examine everything. Oh, I don't know about that. Well, they do for – do you see that story about Kim Jong-un? I've heard some things, yes. Yeah, they, there's someone from North Korea, Eddie, that has to follow Kim Jong-un around when he poops. Yeah. Yeah. And they have to collect it because they're worried that they're going to get secrets of Kim Jong-un yeah. from his poop. I, How great is that? That's not great if you're that guy, I guess. Imagine that. And you can't do a bad job because if you do a bad job, they send you to the gulag, right? I mean, you've got to be really meticulous cleaning of the poop. Anyway, we're talking about uh, Hackenberg here. So he, to never play, like you can become the, the greatest Jeopardy answer, right? The guy that never That's awesome. Or we call it balderdash on this. Like, if he plays, let's say Hackenberg gets signed, I don't know, pick a random team, the Atlanta Falcons, and they sign him as a backup quarterback. And then he plays in mop-up duty for Matt Ryan or something like that. Like, you know, that's just another bad quarterback. But to be the worst, to separate yourself, don't you want to be that? Don't you want to strive for that legendary status? No. No, you do. You don't. You want someone else to because it's a fun story. But if you were that person, you would not want that. Yeah, sure. Why not? No, come on. Oh, I want. I would, of course. If you were Christian Hackenberg, you would would want want to be the worst. At this point, go sell insurance or something like that or real estate. Get one of those. That's not something that's going to help you in life. Yeah, well, it's a fun trivia question. How? Yeah, when you sell a house, you're like, I should be your realtor because I was the only quarterback in the modern era that was drafted and never played. That makes right? me not want you to no, be my realtor because you're re- a loser. No, but I'm good at realty. I'm bad at football. But you, you've got to be self-deprecating, Eddie. You could be the greatest oh, yes. self-deprecating that, comedian if you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, we'll press on. Let's take some calls here. Big story of the day. This is major news here. 
I knew there would be some scandal to drive us through the summer, Eddie. I had no idea that it would involve me and an NFL quarterback. But sure enough, Deshaun Watson, very upset with Arsha, calling me a clown, sending Ooh. his sycophants at me. How dare him? The Maller militia responding. We took some casualties there, Blind Scott. I like some of the responses Blind Scott was sending, though. He was, uh, was quite enjoyable, some of the back and forth there with the uh, with Blind Scott, who pointed out, have you ever been number one on Boston Night Radio to Deshaun Watson? I thought that was pretty good. So a nice little uh, little comeback. Let's go to Christopher in Houston. Uh, hello, Chris. You got to be the biggest dope on overnight, man. If it ain't throwing them whole, whole bullcorn hot takes that you're throwing out there, man. Can you leave this guy alone and let him do it? He leave is a national champion from the college level. <laughs> and he went to the NFL, and for the games that the guy did play, he uh, put up numbers, Ben. How do you do the last six games of the year? Give me the stats. Go ahead. Because he got hurt. That don't make any difference. You <laughs> yeah, know, players come back yeah. from ACL injuries all the time in the NFL. Yeah, he's a, a quarterback, Ben. Yeah. So he's going to come back. He's going to do it. How many games did he miss in Clemson? Uh, did he, I think he missed a year at Clemson with an injury, if I remember correctly, with the uh, ACL. After yeah, and how many game. other years did he play? Two? Let's see, he's, 20, he's, he he's 22 years old, and he's had both his knees, his ACLs operated on. You think that's fine. I say that's unstable. I That's called brittle is what it is. You're brittle when because you're – Because you're a loser. You, you, you root for loser Listen, you're teams, going, man. You're, so, all right, see, again, you're, it's another red herring. I know your maneuvers here. I'm on to you. I'm not going to maneuver ra- nothing. Tell okay? me if, I'm not going to go like if the he other wasn't guy. Where, if he, all, all, all right, Chris, well, that guy promises food. I like G-Money, okay? He promises food. Listen to me, all right? <laughs> I'm mean, clear. If it was, a, if this body. was a Dolphins quarterback, and I said you know, played great as a rookie, which Deshaun Watson did when he played, but by age 22, I said both ACLs operated on. Are you going to bet that that guy's going to have longevity in his NFL career? Of course not. What? Are you seriously trying to compare him to Ryan Tannehill? Are you seriously trying to compare him to Ryan Tannehill? No, I just picked a random team. Stay focused here. The fact is, just because he's the wearing Texans colors. Injury, they took care of it. ACL injuries. He got hurt without anyone it. hitting him. It you know what matter, kind of, His man. body it, is NFL, weakness. His body injuries, is weak. Open your ears. You're not listening. Weak. You are not. This is a delicate player. Why is this so hard? Right? Why is this so hard to understand? Because you sit here and you try to do that little highfalutin, talking about a delicate player, just because he he had two ACL <laughs> just injuries. Just because he had two and ACL what, injuries. Yeah, yes. Wasn't that three yes. years? Yes. Between, yes. Right? Yes. No. No. Okay, he, not. So in, that's not there were, I think there were two years between. That is correct. And there have been plenty of players. I've been doing this a long time. There have been plenty of guys that have gotten hurt and had these, this kind of early start to their career, and 99% of them are out of the sport within a few years. That's how it works. See, we in Houston think for some reason that Fox has a, I don't know, I think this is in L.A., and y'all have a, a angst against Yes, us. we do. You know, man, these, management sends us little. memos on how to attack Houston. That's what we get. Yes. Exactly. One of our I mean, biggest markets. Exactly one of our biggest affiliates. I, I don't. I'm sleeping while his show's on. I don't know what he does yeah, on that show. Any of those daytime shows, I'm sleeping. LeBron, and now he's Curry. And well, I truly good. believe a lot of people ball wash LeBron. He's got the cleanest now, balls in the now, world. Yes. What? 
now, now, this is the thing with, with that, and he was talking about Curry making it so easy. I truly believe the NBA would have caught up with the Golden State if it wasn't for Kevin Durant. They wouldn't have the championship. They better thank Kevin Durant that he went there. Well, they won now, without Kevin Durant. It's not like they won all Yeah, these, they won. But, they won but two then, with him and won without him. We watched a lot of NBA basketball, and what happens is teams get caught up to by the rest of the league. But by Kevin Durant going there, the league wasn't able See, to I like what you did. That's a mid-call pivot. So, what you did is yeah, because, pivit I mean, in the middle of a call. And I'm right and you know, you're wrong. I'm on he the right side you. of history. You know no. the reason why he didn't block you? Because I'm motivation. I'm, I'm smelling salts because all the people like you, Chris, kiss his ass, and he likes a guy like me that calls it like it is. All right. Uh, thank you, Chris. I got it. All right. Uh, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We will press on here. We have the MLB Pick'em. Time now for the Who Am I game. Heading into play on Tuesday, heading into play on Tuesday, I had at least one strikeout in 21, 21 consecutive games dating back to May 12th, the longest active streak in baseball. Again, heading into play on Tuesday, I had at least one strikeout, this is a hitter, in 21 consecutive games dating back to May 12th, the longest active streak in big league baseball. Who am I? The answer next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire, all things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia. I'm at Eddie on Fox. Go, King Eddie. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. We'll have the MLB Pick'em coming up in a moment. Time now for the Who Am I game heading into play on Tuesday. I had at least one strikeout in 21 consecutive games dating back to May 12th, the longest active streak in baseball. I'll give you the answer to that in a moment. A lot of new information here on this Deshaun Watson situation. Meathead Mike says, uh, remember, we talked about G Money's phone call, says, remember Houston doesn't have a great track record of honoring bets. That is a good point, Meathead Mike. We were victorious. We had a wager on the Western Conference Finals. Still waiting for that pizza pie to arrive here. Uh, I would like it to be here on a Thursday into a Friday. That's when I can break my diet. Uh, we'd like to do that. So if, uh, if at all possible, uh, who else do we have here? I got a, I got a bunch here, a uh, bunch of random uh, messages uh, about Deshaun Watson. All right, let's just pay off the Who Am I game because we got to get to the MLB pick em. Here it is. Again, heading into play on Tuesday, I had at least one strikeout in 21 consecutive games dating back to May 12th, longest active streak in the big leagues. Who am I? James is going with Mark McGuire. Is his answer, Big Lou checks in with Coco Beware. Frank in L.A. has Candy Maldonado. As his answer, Mr. Nice Guy says, D's Nuts is the answer. We have Kent Herbeck from Lamont with a nice Kent Herbeck baseball card. Is that from like 1989 or 1990, I think? Uh, who else do we have here? Encyclopedia Brown tossed out by Ernie. Wes Parker from Rod, the ambassador in Bakersfield, I drove through Bakersfield the other day. I saw the oil fields where I think Rod works. I th- I drove right by there. Uh, all right, do you have an answer, Eddie? 
First of all, uh, first of all, Ben, uh, a shout out to Big Lou. He's recovering from an appendectomy. So, oh uh, no, Lou! Yeah, uh, my I answer hope it wasn't from the food. Not at all. Okay, good. All uh, right. My answer is it's Lee Mazzilli. Uh, former Met Lee Mazzilli. Is it Lee Mazzilli? No, it's not Lee Mazzilli. Uh, incorrect. The correct answer. He didn't play in the game last night for the Baltimore Orioles. It is Chris Davis of the O's. He's 32 years old. He's hitting 150. And according to the baseball wonks, Chris Davis is on pace for the worst season in baseball history for an everyday player. He's tracking to have over 500 at-bats and finish with 10 home runs and 37 RBIs. And uh, the the numbers are bad. Now, second among active players in consecutive strikeouts heading into Tuesday was Miguel Sano. Don't, Don't you, you know. know? Yeah, hitting 206 for Minnesota. He's on pace for 18 home runs and 68 RBIs. But Chris Davis, who has one of those $150 million contracts, which we all would like to get. We all aspire to get one of those ridiculous contracts. Yeah. And uh, the return on investment for the Orioles, not so good. There's, uh, I, was, I was actually at a baseball game. We'll talk more about that later. But I was at a baseball game I was game wondering last... why you were wearing, yeah, wearing your church clothes. I am wearing my church clothes. Uh, it was a religious event. I saw a fat man play baseball, so I had to watch that. It takes a lot to me, get me out to the ballpark these days, Eddie. Uh, but there's got to be a special occasion. And it was a special occasion. Uh, but uh, but anyway, no, but uh, the, the talk is that the Orioles are going to shake things up. They're going to trade either Machado or fire Buck Showalter or the GM. Like, there's going to be some stuff going down in the next couple weeks with the Orioles. Uh, some, some chatter about that. So we'll see what happens. But let's get to it. Here we go. Time now for the MLB Pick'em. Woo! Yeah. All right, Koopaloop, who was the big winner yesterday? Daily Fantasy. We each picked three players. At some point, we're going to add a pitcher. Maybe the All-Star break. After the All-Star break, we'll add a pitcher. But, Coop, what, what do we have? Ben, I was the winner yet again. Uh, nobody cares. All right, you have the first pick. Go ahead, Coop. Well, I keep winning because I keep picking the best player in yeah, all of baseball. Yeah. Mike Trout, he's on fire. The and team they, sucks, And though. they keep losing. Yeah, he hits two home runs every game, and they lose. Roberto, who picked Max Muncy. <laughs> How about that? He, the natural, baby. Max Muncy. Max Muncy. 13 home runs. What's up with that? <laughs> What's he doing? That's not kosher. Whatever he's doing, man. I got Matt Kemp. Oh, you're taking a Matt Kemp this time. All right. I. Uh, you know what? Screw you. I'm going to take Max Muncy. I'm taking Max Muncy. Eddie. Well, let's go with J.D. Martinez right. and Jose Martinez. Oh, oh again. I see what you're doing. All yeah. Martinez all the time. I'll t- Paul Goldschmidt. Roberto. I'm going with Mookie Betts. Coop. I'll go with Jacques Peterson. One more. And Javi Baez. All right, Roberto. Bryce Harper. All right, I'll take some guy named Brian Anderson for the Marlins. Eddie. Freddie Freeman. Yeah. There it is. The MLB. I don't even know who Brian Anderson is, but he's played well lately, so that's why I took him. Yeah. Call this the curious case of some very expensive bush for the Rams, that is. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. If you missed last hour, go back here to the podcast. It'll be up shortly after the show. Full retrospective. NFL quarterback attacking the Maller Militia. And the Militia had a meeting. I think we said a lot of things last hour. We had a lot of positive things that came out of that. I see some guys on Twitter are trying to get some uh, 
some more action there on the the, the front. We'll we'll put that to bed for now. We'll revisit the battle royale with Deshaun Watson, which is not a party royale. That's something else. All right, uh, but there's other things that we must get to, right? other things that we have to get to. Now, uh, there's one thing that we can all agree on, right? If you look at the NFL objectively, the team that won the offseason, the Rams, right? You can ram it all day. You can ram it all night. The L.A. Rams loaded up. They got blue-chip player after blue-chip player. These aren't guys you never heard of. These aren't faceless, nameless players. These are top-line NFL ball players. Guys like Brandon Cooks from the Patriots. Indomitian Su, who's a lightweight and blocked me. Marcus Peters of Kansas City. Aqib Talib. He's a bit crazy. They got these guys. That is what we call... Wonderful, right? That is, if your NFL team loads up with those players, you're excited. But the perfect offseason came to an end on Tuesday. The wins came to an end. They're no longer perfect. Now, if you have not been paying attention, maybe you weren't listening earlier. We uh, briefly addressed this. You might have missed it. A Missouri judge and jury ordered the Rams to pay Reggie Bush. Yeah, that guy, Reggie Bush. $12.5 million in damages. It's a lot of cash. Uh, This is all because of something that happened in 2015. It was an injury at the Edward Jones Dome, an ACL injury on uh, some exposed concrete. And after an extensive legal battle, which goes now over several years, uh, Reggie Bush, at least for now, has won. So I wanted to talk about this with you. Now, playing with the 49ers at the time, the journeyman running back, Reggie Bush, he got pushed out of bounds at the Rams' home stadium back in the olden days when they were in St. Louis. And as we mentioned there, Bush slipped down, and he he called it a concrete ring of death. <laughs> what he, he, there's no embellishment in that at all. Uh, many people have lost their lives on that concrete in St. Louis, so he called it a concrete ring of death. Uh, it was an because ex- we're on radio, you can't see here. It's, it's an exposed surface uh, area of concrete there, and uh, Bush, much like if you go surfing, you know, and you get knocked down there. Whoop, yeah, his legs came out from underneath him. Uh, snap, crackle, pop, tear goes the ACL. He's out uh, now. A week before, this is a key part of the trial. A week before Reggie Bush got hurt, there was another NFL player, not a good one named Josh McCown, who at the time was playing quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, and he also was injured in that same general area where that slab of concrete was sliding across it, and he, uh, he injured his shoulder uh, in, the, in the wall. There was a confrontation with the wall. So, uh, so Reggie Bush, he went on. He did come back. He missed a bunch of time. He did play with the Buffalo Bills, but he's, he's not in the NFL anymore. He only had 12 carries. For Buffalo in 2016, and so the the argument that was made and successfully by Reggie Bush, the attorneys for Reggie Bush, was that effectively his career ended because of the concrete ring of death. Got to remember that's a good line, the concrete ring of death there. And uh, so now, because of that, the now Los Angeles Rams have to pay the man. Right, they got to pay 12.5 million dollars. So it's a rather simple question on this one, and here it is. Should the Rams appeal? 
should they appeal? Uh, now, some are saying no, that this is a cut-and-dry case, that you've got overwhelming evidence. That you had two NFL players back-to-back weeks, Reggie Bush, this is a career-ending injury, uh, that the Rams are responsible. I disagree on this. Now, the Rams, not only are they going to appeal, they have to appeal. Right? My perspective on this, you've got vengeance, parallel universe, and the floodgates And we will link all of this together like we typically do. Now, A, the amount of the decision, $12.5 million. That's absurd is what that is. That that doesn't pass the smell test, right? Stan Kroenke, I'm not going to sit here behind the microphones of Fox Sports Radio and defend Stan Kroenke, right? He's a bit of a shady character, right? Many NFL owners are in this particular category. You do not build a nest egg of $8.1 billion without doing some underhanded things along the way, right? Some some unscrupulous things, shall we say. And there are some of those claims out there about Stan Kroenke, who I believe is the largest landowner, largest private landowner in the United States, Stan Kroenke. He owns, you know, when you drive through Texas and there's all that open land in Texas, Stan Kroenke owns most of it. Like he, and he owns a bunch of land in Montana. I mean, he's just he's been buying up land. Of course, he also picked, you, know, you talk about picking the right spouse, his spouse is part of the Walmart family, right, the, the owners of the Walmart. So he's done very well. He did done well in real estate. But there are some things out there about Stan Kroenke. So I don't have empathy for Stan Kroenke from that perspective. Nevertheless. Right? Uh, being objective, being objective here, when you talk about this particular case, if you haven't been up to speed on it, the Rams have a strong case on appeal. Stan Kroenke, I'll tell you why. All right? Stan Kroenke was the owner of the Rams. He still is. But as the owner of the Rams and the franchise itself, they don't own, nor did they own, the Edward Jones Dome. They are one of, the people that was a tenant. Now, they had a, a, a sweetheart agreement with the city of St. Louis. They basically had the uh, politicians bent over in St. Louis, but it eventually became a bad deal. But the point is they, they were not the owners of the facility. The people that own the facility are the ones who should be liable. The Rams, essentially a tenant in the building, they're not the owner of the stadium, They're not the operator of the stadium. Reggie Bush originally had the St. Louis Regional Convention and the Sports Complex Authority, which are the people that run the Edward Jones Dome, and the St. Louis Convention and Visitors Commission in the lawsuit. Now, like it or not, they are the ones that were in charge of maintaining operations at the Edward Jones Dome. That's my understanding. So playing good cop, bad cop, the Rams, I get that they're the bad guys, right, because they left town and they went back to Los Angeles uh, and that you know the, the people of St. Louis were wronged, and, and I guess that makes Reggie Bush the good cop. I do notice that Reggie Bush did not sue the NFL because I would think, you'd, why not sue the NFL? He sued a member team of the NFL, the cartel of football. The NFL's got more money than the Rams, right? But he didn't do that. Right? Now, the, the judge and the jury, what they did here was use vengeance. They used some old-fashioned vengeance. They took it out on the Rams. 
If the Rams had stayed in St. Louis, does this ruling go the same way? I have a sneaking suspicion that's not the case. Now, B, uh, the second part here, the Missouri jury found that the Rams were 100% liable for Reggie Bush's injury. And as we mentioned here, they ordered the team to pay this uh, amazing amount of money, $4.9 million of the payout for compensatory damages and $7.5 million for punitive damages. Now, the Rams, uh, they have to appeal here. Uh, they have to. Now, how about the fact that almost $5 million, the compensatory damages here uh, that they, they came up with, with a straight face. I'm not making this up. And this sounds like something I would make up. You're a better sports fan than most. You're listening to an overnight sports show. So you're at a higher, a higher plane here. But the attorneys for Reggie Bush argued in court, in court. They said to the jury that the judgment against the Rams needed to be between 10 and 15 million. They got that. They got 12 and a half million. They argued that Reggie Bush, check this out. This is the part where you dropped your jaw. That Reggie Bush was in line for a three-year contractual agreement in the range of 10 to $15 million at the time he got hurt. And that this was, a, as a result, you know, intimated this is a career-ending injury. Now, keep in mind, Reggie Bush, at the time he got hurt, was a vagabond. Right? He's changing teams quite often. He had a contract with the 49ers. At the time, the contract had a $2.4 million tag on it. He got hurt. Reggie Bush was 30 years old at the time he got hurt. It sucks that he got hurt, and it's terrible that he got hurt, but in what kind of parallel universe are 30-year-old running backs in the National Football League getting three-year contracts between 10 and $15 million? And the answer is that these jurors were not being objective, right? They weren't. You know, I don't know what kind of hayseeds and country bumpkins they had on the jury. But look around right now. Training camps in the NFL open up next month. We will have NFL training camp news. We're 34 days away from the Baltimore Ravens and the Chicago Bears reporting to training camp in mid-July. They're the first to win. 34 days away from that. Right now, if you want a running back, 30 years or older, you can sign Adrian Peterson, Jamal Charles, DeMarco Murray, C.J. Spiller, all 30 or 31 or 32. They're in that age range. They're all 30-plus running backs. They're all street-free agents, unrestricted free agents. And you're telling me that Reggie Bush was going to get a 10 to $15 million contract? Come on! I mean, that's insane is what it is. Now, the parting shot on this, the NFL, the reason I say the NFL has to mandate that the Rams appeal this, I'll tell you why, right? You don't want this to become precedent setting. The decision, that's the argument on the appeal. The, the, this could open up conceivably the floodgates, you know, to play the coulda, woulda, shoulda game, and another round of litigation against the NFL. And if that's the case, buckle up, right? Now, I understand that football, by its nature, when played properly, is a violent game people are going to get hurt. The injury rate is 100%. There are a bunch of players that are going to report to training camp in mid-July, and by the end of the year, they will be they will be walking with limps, and they'll have injuries and all that. But the liability and the responsibility here were on the people that managed the Rams stadium, the Jones Dome. Right? They, now, the, the Rams here, you can say they have some part in it, but there's not 100% liability. I don't buy that. 
All right? And even if there is, if you say the Rams are somewhat liable, if you make that argument, uh, is it $12.5 million for a 30-year-old running back? Is that a fair payout when the NFL has gone away from that? Relax. No, this is simply a case of payback. Right? The Rams left St. Louis for greener pastures in L.A., and this is a chance to get a pound of flesh, and the benefactor is Reggie Bush. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia, and if you want to comment on that, Reggie Bush, we can talk about that. 877-99 on Fox, by the way, 877-996-6369. Well, I would say the only thing about this whole Reggie Bush situation is I don't know who is responsible for paying out uh, but there was definitely there. Somebody should be liable for what happened there. You can't have, but don't you, you know, think the concrete people that man, that's people next that, to where guys are running in cleats? Okay, but if you rent out a venue, a concert hall, and maybe I'm wrong on this, but if you rent out a concert hall, right, the people that manage the concert hall don't they have the responsibility to keep that together? I would think so. Yes, yeah. I would agree with that. So. Yes. Now I, I realize they don't have money. The Rams have money. Stan Kroenke's worth eight billion dollars. The NFL's got more money. It just seems kind of. You think Reggie Bush would have gotten a three-year contract for fifteen million dollars if he had not gotten hurt? Doubtful. No, no. There's no chance. Not doubtful. No one would have given that. Doubtful. Chance. It's not doubtful, Eddie. There's no chance. No, you can't say there's, there's no chance. There's a better chance the Earth is flat. No, that's there's that's, a better that's chance. Incorrect. No, there's seriously. No, no, the, not there, seriously. The Earth could be flat, Eddie. There's a better chance of that than Reggie Bush getting a three-year contract for $15 million. No, that's hyperbole is what It's not hyperbole. It's accurate. No, it's not. Look at all the running. This is this is only a couple of years ago. The NFL, I would say, what do you think, Eddie? 15, 20 years ago, they said, all right, you're 30 years old. We're done with you. Essentially, we're done with you. There's a few outliers, but you're not getting big money at age 30. They made their, they made their decision. Collectively, the NFL teams made their decision. Anyway, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. If you know, I have a legal background. I have practiced law on Sports Talk Radio for many, many years. Uh, Absolutely. I have a legal degree here in uh, the chatterbox world, the gasbaggery world of Sports Talk Radio. I have made major legal arguments over my career, and that was my backup plan. When I was a kid, I said, I'd be a lawyer. My mom said, you should be a lawyer. I said, no, no. Make much more money. Be much more successful in radio. Look at me now, Mom. All right, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Again, the number will take your calls. And straight ahead, overrated and a selfish losing player. Overrated and a selfish losing player. We will get to that, and we will do it next. The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts, unless it's not. Support our little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It helps keep the show growing and pacifies our bosses. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. We'll have Mallard to the third degree later this hour. Now, if we don't do it in the next segment, I will lose. So I do it in the last segment, Coop fails me no matter you what. You get nothing. Yeah. But if I do it in the next segment, no matter how bad it goes, I'm going to get the win on that. So I've figured out the scoring system of Coop a loop. We're talking about Reggie Bush, the 
jury in Missouri awarding Reggie Bush $12.5 million in damages that the Rams must pay out. Uh, we're not sure whether there's going to be an appeal or not. I would assume there has to be an appeal. And as I understand the case here, the, the Rams did not own the Edward Jones Dome. The people that run the facility should have been the ones that pay out the money. Of course, they don't have money, right? This The Sports Complex Authority, the St. Louis Regional Convention and Sports Complex Authority, and the St. Louis Convention and Visitors Commission, who were originally part of the lawsuit. A judge removed them from this lawsuit, so we are taking uh, your thoughts on all of that. And to the phones we go, we say hello to Chris in Kentucky. Hello, Chris. Hey, how's it going, Ben? Welcome. What's up, man? Yeah, so I actually do have a law degree. And oh, you do? Oh, wow. I do. Look I do. Attention advertisers, we have a man with a law degree right here. Yes, uh, yes sir. So basically, you, I think uh, it was basically a negligence action, right? So anybody who is a lawyer knows there's basically four elements to that. It's a duty, a breach of duty, the actual and proximate causation, and then damages. And I think um, in terms of who is owed a duty, so the basic standard is... <coughs> um, By the way, I like anyone, you, you, you. You do sound like a guy with a law degree because you're using a lot of legal ease. I like that. Keep going. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, anybody with a, who is a foreseeable victim is owed a duty, right? So I think that's pretty much uh, satisfied by the fact that a week earlier another guy got hurt. In the same circumstances, yeah. But couldn't the couldn't, um, couldn't the Rams then sue the St. Louis Regional Convention and Sports Complex Authority and say, "Hey, we were the victims. You were supposed to take care of this. You didn't take care of it. Pay us some money." Well, they probably could have brought him in, but the fact that they didn't. Um, but Reggie Bush originally had them part of this, and a judge removed them. I think it was last week, or within the last couple of weeks, they were actually part of the lawsuit, and they got taken out of the lawsuit. So, what I. I say the judge probably had a pretty good reason i think that the fact that they probably use the stadium for a lot of different events for example you don't use a track around a football field in a football game right so when the rams um when the rams basically rented it from them they knew that that risk was there and they didn't do anything to prevent it so they knew that there was a foreseeable risk for Are you backing players to get hurt? If you're a good lawyer, you don't back the judge. I thought you have to attack the judge. Isn't that what a lawyer does, attack the judge? Isn't that how it works? Well, usually you try and be uh, in, in – well, you try to get along with them because yeah. you don't really want to get them um, on your bad side. So I got you. All right, and how's it going? For, when when, you get, when do you uh, get your law degree? Oh, uh, actually, I, I graduated in December. Oh, and, congratulations! Um, Look at you, yeah, another uh, another lawyer in the world. How about that? All right, and yeah. uh, how's that going? Any uh, success on the job market? Anything working for you so far? Or is it still slow? Uh, I I actually I, I take the bar in July, so I've been studying the last. Few oh, weeks okay, got you. But, okay. Um, All right, got you. Yeah, so cool. <laughs> All right, well, good luck. I, good luck. Let yeah, us know, let you. us know how it goes. We always need a positive Maller militia lawyer, but hopefully we don't have to give you uh, payment. For your billable hours when you call in on hold, okay? Because we can't oh, no, we can't no, afford right. that, you know, with this this great legal advice. So. All right, be All good. Right. Uh, thank Thanks. you, Chris. Yep. All right, there he goes, uh, Chris. Oh, great! Just so we need another lawyer listening to the Ben Maller <laughs> show. 
Uh, I looked up the math. You know how many lawyers there are in the world every year, Eddie? It's uh, mind-boggling how many people pass the bar. And a lot of people don't even practice law. They pass the bar. It's very odd. Uh, Every year, I've given the stat from time to time, but uh, the the amount of people that pass the bar every year, it's uh, pretty impressive. Uh, All right, let's go to Blind Scott, who has been leading the insurgents for the Maller Militia on social media. Hello, Blind Scott. Hey, what's happened? Oh, man, you know, your name's easy to spell. It's Ben Maller. So I search your name on Twitter, and I, I check your Twitter feed throughout the day. It was like Christmas today. There was like fireworks going off. I was I was so excited. I was talking to Anthony in Anaheim. I was saying, I'm going to be busy for about five hours right now. I'll talk to you later, you know. And I was defending you. I, your good name was being trashed. I told some guys on a radio show that they couldn't afford to have you on, that they were losers, that if you came on their show, it would become your show. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, sure. Hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm an expert on settlements, you know. I, I, was, I was in a case, and my lawyer said if they ever had to put me on the stand, that it was going to be really bad because I talk too fast and I'm so angry. But, you know, I know how to make a deal in a settlement room. I know how to talk to a mediator. With Reggie Bush, this case probably obviously it, it was tried to be settled and it couldn't be settled. What ends up happening is the EEOC, the Equal, Ento- Equal Employment Opportunities Commission, they decide how much Reggie Bush gets. You can tell this was a good case because it went all the way to a jury. The, if the NFL really wanted to do it, they would just settle this out of court, and he would have signed an NDA. We would have never known about it. You know what I mean? He, he deserves that much money, and this is the reason why. Because these stupid lawyers, and let me tell you, there's way too many lawyers in this world. <laughs> they take half the money. I know. And then well, Blind Scott, you're case. like the number one guy to bring in in a court case. You get it there with your dog, you're blind, you do the whole woe is me thing. Oh, I, I mean, yeah, you're like I, the star I witness. Crying, he said. A, no, yeah, he's I the star crying. witness. No, <laughs> I know, like, I don't want to say it on the air, but Blind Scott's been in many courtrooms over the years Sounds like as it. the star witness. They bring him yeah, in my, as the closer. One of one of my cases right now is being studied in the Stanford Law Review. I get calls from law students at Stanford about cases I've been involved in. <laughs> I was telling Justin about it. Think about that. Ju- Blind Scott is getting calls from law students at Stanford. Makes Think, perfect let sense. that marinate in your little head. Yeah, exactly. And the only one who's kicking their ass about it is my dad because he had to pay a $28,000 bill to the IRS because you never know about tax consequences with these oh, things. Oh, you know yeah, that's, uh, that'll but, kick your ass, yeah. At least at the, but, if hey, you win if big they, at the hey, casino, they give you the paper right away. you got to pay the taxes on it. But yeah. Hey, let me give advice to anybody sitting in the job they don't like right now. You take a lot of notes, and you just wait it out. As long as you have good notes, when they terminate you, you can do anything to them. You just have to have <laughs> that's notes. Not, that's not great advice. That's not... All right. Uh, th- thanks for the defense, Blind Scott. You know, I, it's good to know while I'm sleeping that I have you as my watchdog, that you are oh, monitoring. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, it's the great. The blind watchdog. Yeah, he's my blind oh, watchdog. And, and I give excellent tours of Boston. I took some guy a nine-mile tour last week. We I heard about that. Of- I heard of it. And you've, well, I met you. Know, next time I, I'm back in, in town, I'll have to go on the Blind Scott tour of Boston. Yeah, yeah. I, well, it goes like this. It goes, I think we're right here, and then we're walking. I go, I think we're lost right now, you know. While Kramer's eating food off the street. It's just, <laughs> we, were, this is we, we, were looking for, we were looking for chairs. We're right next to it. I go, look for the awning. Look for the awning. We're walking in both directions. <laughs> It's right across from the park, right? It's right there. Right there. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Blind Scott. All right. Uh, there he goes, uh, Blind Scott. Uh, Eddie, uh, if you that was want to fantastic. Know, that was pretty good, actually. That was a good call by Blind Scott. Uh, and the the number of people, they say roughly 80,000 people take the bar exam every year in the United States. On average, now it depends on you know each state's different, but 
the the low end is 65%, the high end as many as 85% of people pass the bar. But if it's just the low end, let's say 80,000 people, rough estimate, that means every year there are 52,000 new lawyers in the United States. 52,000. How about that? My sister's a lawyer, Ben. I she's a lovely lady. I'm sure my apologies to her. All right, it is the uh, the Ben Maller show. How much does she charge? Uh, how many per billable hour? What's that? She won't. She won't say. She will not say. Oh, that's always it. a good it's sign. A fam- it's a family secret. That's the voice of Roberto, by the way. About that, we're learning all about Roberto. He's 38 years old. He has a two year old daughter, and his his sister is a, a lawyer. And my brother in law. Oh, and oh, your brother. My. Oh boy. Ooh. Man, all right. Must be fun at the holidays and you guys get together. Okay. All right. We'll get to Mallard of the third. You're also overrated and a selfish losing player. We'll kick that back a little bit. We'll get to all of it right now, though, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Eddie Garcia will give you the latest. Eddie? Well, Ben, we'll start with baseball. And in a battle for the NL Central lead, it was the Brewers shutting out the Cubs 4 nothing. Milwaukee's now back on top in the division, a half game in front of Chicago. Ozzie Albies hit a home run, drove in four, leading the Braves over the Mets 8-2. to Atlanta has a one-game lead on Washington for the NL East lead because the Nationals were shut up by the Yankees 3-0. Bryce Harper did leave this game for the Nationals after being hit twice by pitches, but he says afterwards he's going to be okay. Red Sox over the Orioles 6-4. Rafael Devers and Andrew Benintendi each hitting home runs for Boston as they are tied with the Yankees for the AL East lead. Evan Gaddis hit a home run, drove in five for Houston Astros over the A's 6-3. Mitch Hanniger, a pair of home runs leading the Mariners over the Angels 6-3. Seattle still has a half-game lead on Houston for first in the AL West. This report brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Ben, in baseball news, Detroit Tigers slugger and former Triple Crown winner Miguel Cabrera done for the rest of the season. Ruptured his left bicep tendon. It's going to require season-ending surgery later this week. He was injured taking an awkward swing in a game against the Twins. Yeah, and to follow up on your work there with Miguel Cabrera, season-ending surgery. The Tigers are paying Miguel Cabrera $30 million this summer. The late the late Mike Illich, pizza pizza guy Mike Illich. Who yes, owned Little the, Caesars. Yeah, he owned the Tigers and the Red Wings. And uh, in his final days, he loved Mikel Cabrera so much, he gave him one of the worst contracts from the team perspective in the history of professional sports. Mikel Cabrera is 35 years old. Now, he's played a little better this year, but still not a $30 million Player, player, this is like a golden parachute situation. Cabrera, who's now had season-ending, he's got a season-ending injury, as you said there, five more years on his contract. The Tigers are owing him $154 million uh, for Miguel Cabrera. <gasps> I'm sure that they will have much success and a lot of good times to come for the Motor City Kitties there to go very well for the Detroit Tigers. It is the Ben Maller Show. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Jason writes in, says, Blind Scott should definitely be caller of the year. If not, we need to create a new category, Maller of the Year, for uh, what he has done. Ringing endorsement from Jason. Man. Let's go to the Montana Bear real quick. Montana Bear, what's going on? Hey, Mr. Ben. 
I've been listening for I've been on the phone for a long time, and that's not good with an old lady with bad kidneys. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Well, I I, I apologize, Month. You know what? I'm going to correct that. I'm giving you a golden ticket. I thought I gave you one last time. You I, thought you, I, I thought you did, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, now, you, now you got two of them. I got a golden ticket. I got a gold- for those who don't know, okay. Montana Bear, a legend. She only okay. she's only called one time, but she's amazing. She's you're from no, you're well, from New Jersey, right? Is that right? You grew up in I was born in New Jersey, yeah. lived all over the country. I'm in Montana now. We had a snow and a frost alert yesterday. Yeah. Are, 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 who are yeah. you hiding from in Montana? Nope. No, 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 no. I love it here. Do you have an, do you have an, do you have an aunt named uh, Jeannie? Do you have an aunt that passed away recently named Jeannie? No, but yeah. I have. I, well, I got a couple. Most of my relatives are very old. Okay, let me let me say this. I'm all for you, and you know these people that attack you. I don't. That's why I don't have Twitter and all that stuff. That's why I have to call you. If I had your address, I would write to you. But the main thing is, you know, you got to stand up for what you believe in. That's that's what I'm all about. But you know, in Montana, we you know, like I said, we have snow and ice and all that sort of thing. Reggie Bush, he played for the 49ers, and he's suing you them for all that money. He he. You know, if you, uh, it's what you said about the stadium, they're supposed to maintain it. Uh, and what, how many, I mean, do you, did you have any idea? I'm 73 yeah. years old. Do you have any idea how hard it would be for me to learn a million dollars in my whole lifetime? Ten uh, lifetime. Well, well, I don't know. How much, have you worked your, how, have you worked your entire life? I don't know. You probably No, I worked really hard. I worked at a good job, but I mean, it would take yeah. me millions of years to make that I much should money. Learn, you should learn how to be a running back. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I couldn't do that. Could you be? I, like, I, I see you more as like a linebacker. You know, you're the no, Montana no. Bear. I could see you as like a middle linebacker, but only on like third down passing situations, drop back in pass coverage. Well, there was a young man I met here one time about three years ago. He was six foot eight and three hundred and twenty pounds at twenty years old, oh, playing wow. for the Montana Grizzlies, and I said. God, he's still going. He said, "Yep." Then I stood up. I was about two inches above his belt buckles. Uh, okay. I, I, yeah, six foot eight and three twenty, right. and it's twenty years old. I mean, yeah. his shoes bigger well, than how, my legs. T- how tall are you, Montana Bear? I'm five foot tall. Five foot tall. All right, see, so you, yes. you got that going for you. All right. You're, okay. Yeah. Now, like I said, you know, we had <laughs> we had a frost alert a couple of days ago. But what yeah. I want to I, 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 I want you to know, Montana Bear, though, I love talking to you. But because I've talked to you, I'm going to lose Mallard to the third degree because. Our time, I thought this would be a brief conversation. It's gone long now, and I'm looking at the clock, which is ticking away here, and I'm looking at Coop, who's got this nefarious look on his face, like, oh, I don't care what you do. You're going to lose Mallard to the third degree. Uh, so uh, so how, can, okay. how can we put a bow on this? How can we put a bow on this, Montana? I want to I have closure on this conversation, Montana Bear. How can we do that? Well, uh, I shouldn't have to wait an hour and 20 minutes to get the talk I gave to you. you two golden tickets. Well, I didn't realize that, and I should have said that. You know, all I, right, love, all, I next, love all of you guys. All right, next time you call, listen to me. You say, Coop, I am the Montana Bear, I am a star, and I'm using one of my golden tickets. You tell him that. Okay, okay I will And do you will that. go right to the front of the line. You will be first on the air, okay? I love you all, all right, very well, much. I love you, much. Let, let me give you a big hug. I'm giving you a hug right now, okay? You are the best sports yeah. station on the whole right. world. I'm going to cuddle with you, but don't tell my wife, okay? We're going to cuddle here. On, all right, thank you. All right. Thank you, Montana Bear. All right. Be good. All right. There she goes, the Montana Bear. Reminds me of years ago, uh, there was an old lady from, from Massachusetts that called the show, stayed on hold for like two hours. Now, this woman thought we were Fox News, and she called up to rip Fox News, Uh-oh. and then she slammed the phone down. 
thinking she had won this you know big you know complaint against Fox News, and, and she had no idea. I don't think she ever realized that she called the sports talk radio show. It was the funniest, but that was a that was a nice. <laughs> what, 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 uh, we'll get to Mallard of the third degree. Time shifted because of the Montana Bear. Here's the Insta trivia. Blank has the strongest catching arm based on average throwing velocity in baseball. Again, blank. The strongest catching arm based on average throwing velocity in baseball. That's the Insta trivia. The answer next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire. All things needed to survive these shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is manning the phones. He's the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop de Loop, Justin Cooper. It could happen at any moment, Ben. <laughs> yeah. uh, and he's at UH Bronco fan. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Very positive reaction from the Maller militia. The feedback we're getting here from our friend from Montana that called up. The Montana Bear, Jonathan in the Delaware Valley, says Montana Bear was great. I love hearing from her. We need to hear more from her, please. Uh, the Dope says the Montana Bear is very intriguing to listen to, but is she really from New Jersey? She's not cursing and doesn't have an accent. As a New Jerseyan who's relocated, that accent is very hard to lose. It's a good point, though, Dope, about the cursing and the, uh, and the just being a, a hoodlum. Uh, that guy, Angry Bill, that calls up, he's from Nutley, New Jersey, and he's a psychopath that calls up quite a bit here on the show. All right, let's pay off the Insta trivia. We'll try to do three bits one segment. Here we go. Uh, blank has the longest catch, or the, uh, the strongest, not the longest, the strongest catching arm based on average throwing velocity in big league baseball this year. That is the question. What is the answer? Bubba is going with Bryce Harper. Ernie goes with Mike Engelberg. From the Bears, uh, the Bad News Bears. Peter North tossed out by the little troller. Kobe Bryant from Mr. Nice Guy. Who else do we have here? P.I. Cannon from Daniel. Scott Podsednik from Marvin, the Michigan man. Uncle Rico from Mr. Wonderful. Gary Sanchez from J.J. Rob in Minnesota is going with Rick Dempsey as his answer. Paulie D. with the random Martin Maldonado. Tequila Man checks in with Gary Carter. Mike Zanino tossed out by Will. Jason says the answer is obviously Mr. Incredible. Matt in Pittsburgh being a funny guy is going with Jim Abbott. How dare you. Yogi Bear from Eek, that's his answer. Buff Bagwell from Rob in Vegas. Uh, Several people going with the Montana Bear. Tucker Barnhart from just Josh. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? Yes, All right. Ben. The answer is Chad, don't take my ball cap, Cruder. The great Chad Cruder, who also, he, his foul ball broke my laptop. He's is that the, right? Yes, he was the one that hit the foul ball that broke my laptop at Dodger Stadium years ago. Uh, no, that's incorrect. The correct answer from your fighting fills, Jorge Alfaro. I don't even know who that is, Eddie. Neither but do I. 90.4 miles an hour, according to StatCast. Wow. That is the strongest catching arm in baseball, Jorge Alfaro of the Fightin' Phils. Three Ooh. bits, one segment. Let's try to sneak it in here. Three bits, one segment. Can we do that? Here we go. It's Maller. No, no, we'll do two bits. Yeah. Here we go. All right. Is when Big ben gets See, that's actually a good instinct, Roberto, because this way Coop will have more time. 
He'll still screw up, but he'll have more time. We'll push back the all-in. Koopa Loop, it's third-degree time. What do we have here? And there have been a lot of conflicting reports about the status of Shohei Otani. First, it was saying that he's going to have Tommy John and he's going to be out till 2020. Yeah. Then the Angels said, no, that's not true. He could still play this season. Ben, what chance would you give that the uh, on the Maller scale of probability of Shohei Otani playing again this season? Well, listen, I- I'm going to look at this uh, objectively. And the thing about it is on the Maller scale of probability, Tommy John surgery is 100%. So the advice to the Angels is, listen, you do it now. You don't bring him back. You don't play him. Uh, it, it's ridiculous. The Angels to even consider playing Otani at this point is silly. A, it's a nice little gimmick, right? The reality is, though, for the Angels, they need Otani to be a dominant starting pitcher. He was pretty good against bad teams. He struggled against the better teams in baseball. The ugly truth is, though, Otani as a hitter, has stunk the past month. Not my opinion, it's a fact. Shohei Otani batting 200 with a 350 slugging percentage the last month for the Angels. And you're going to try to get that bat back into the lineup? I don't think so. And B, the Halos are essentially kicking the can down the road here. The longer they wait, the more games on the backside that Otani is going to miss. You cut your losses. Right? You cut your losses. When surgery is in the picture in baseball, it's essentially inevitable. So just do it. Next! Now, in one of uh, his first statements as the new head coach of the Detroit Pistons, Dwayne Casey said that he plans on expanding Blake Griffin's game using a similar model to DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. Ben, do you think Casey uh, is the right guy to get things going in Detroit? No, listen, Casey's a good guy, but my report card on this, I, I, you asked about who they should hire. I didn't say Dwayne Casey. I, I give the Pistons a C-minus on this hire, the Maller report card for the Pistons. I am pessimistic, uh, especially on the Pistons. Number one, DeMar DeRozan. Am I wrong in saying that DeMar DeRozan is not someone to emulate, right? I mean, in the NBA, if this was like the Wizard of Oz, he would be the cowardly lion. DeMar DeRozan's a stat stuffer. He puts up great numbers during the regular season. And then he becomes panicked, and he, he goes into retreat mode at the sight of LeBron James in the playoffs. That's the blueprint for Blake Griffin? That's what you're selling if you're Dwayne Casey? And number two, I wish Blake Griffin the, the best. I, I have my doubts. Uh, he, he's also been someone that's been hurt a lot. He's disappeared at the end of playoff games, not as much as Chris Paul, but he has disappeared back in his salad days with the Clippers. So I think you got to emulate a legend, an all-time great, someone like Carl Malone, not DeMarta Rosen. Next! Rafael Nadal essentially said that he thinks it's unfair that he was paid the same as the female champion of the French Open and that players should get paid based on the viewership numbers they get. Do you agree with that general sentiment, not just in tennis, but in all individual sports? I, I think in life, right? I, I'm, uh, I think it's called capitalism. I think that's part of it, right? I mean, first of all, we have the ability to measure these things. We know the ratings, right? That should determine the money that you get. Just like in college sports, college football and in and, and basketball that bring in revenue. If there's a women's sport that brings in revenue, they should get a percentage of that. Uh, it shouldn't be based on just gender. It shouldn't be a flat fee, Absolutely. He's not hurting for money, though, Coop. He, you know, at the French Open, he wore a watch valued at $700,000. 700000 All right, there it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? You know what, Ben? You passed this. Oh, my God. I, uh, that's an upset. I won the game. I didn't see that one coming. 
Green wants green. That's how it works, right? Green wants green. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. That's all you have to do. So uh, it has become a yearly tradition in the Bay Area, at least when it comes to basketball, right? They they have more parades there than Disneyland, the way it's gone with the Warriors the last few years. So Golden State celebrating their latest conquest uh, in the NBA as they partied it up like it was last year. As the to the victor goes the parade, right? That's how it works. And we we don't typically talk about championship parades on the show. We don't do deep dives on that. Uh, We did when the Eagles won because Jason Kelsey dressed like a leprechaun and gave this drunkard speech outside the art museum. But but other than that, we don't usually do it. Uh, And and this was a big day if you're a fan of the parade. If you like the parade that the last 24 hours has, they've been orgasmic for you because you had both basketball and hockey uh, and and so I'm not going to focus on you know, any individual thing there. We we have learned the business of basketball. There's part of this that caught my attention. The the Warriors, something that has been kicking around here. They're, they're attempting to sign Draymond Green to a contract extension, and they'd like to do it this summer. And I would also like to say I, I'm open. If the Warriors want to sign me to a contract extension, uh, they can contact me, and I will consider signing an extension. Now, that part of the story, the fact that Draymond Green and the Warriors could get together on an extension conversation, not exactly earth-shaking. This is not a revelation. Right? Now, Green is expected to turn down the offer. Uh, we've mentioned this in passing. We talked about it in the third degree the other day. Uh, that is the prudent thing to do, right? That's the prudent thing. Draymond Green has two years left on his contract, $36 million coming his way. He's eligible for a three-year, $72 million extension, which would start in 2020, 2021. So, man, we're not that far away. That's the middle of 2018, so it'll be 2020 before you know it. Now, that is chump change. $72 million is chump change from what Draymond Green can earn if he waits. If Draymond Green should go out this year and win the Defensive Player of the Year award, or be named to the All-NBA team. So there's a much better chance he can win Defensive Player of the Year than be on the All-NBA team. But if any, either one of those things happen, right? if either one of those things happen, Draymond will be eligible for a Supermax contract. What the hell is a Supermax contract? That's five years, $226 million. Make it rain. Make it rain, right? $226 million dollars. Right? I mean, think about that. Lordy, lordy, lordy. Let's do it. The current estimated jackpot for Powerball with the next drawing later today is $121 million. The Supermax contract in the NBA is $226 million. You know, you win Powerball, they'll pay it out for like, you know, 40 years or something like that. You win an NBA contract, you get it $226 million. Now, after taxes, it's like $100 million. But still, you get that over the next five years. 
That's the prize. That's the carrot at the end of the stick. So so let's discuss here. That's what Draymond wants. That's what I'd like also. Uh, what are the chances here? Let's play the, the game. What are the chances that Golden State would give Draymond Green a supermax contract? Let's say he goes out motivated, the desire to win Defensive Player of the Year. We know he's won that award in the past, so he knows what it takes to win Defensive Player of the Year. Let's say he does it. He's now eligible for a Supermax contract. You own the Golden State Warriors. You're in the finals every year. You make the call. What are the chances you give Draymond Green a Supermax contract? I'll go first. I'm going to go 0%. I'm going to go goose egg that Draymond Green gets the Supermax contract. Now, my viewpoint on this, you've got grown-up, supporting actor, and the breaststroke. And we will mix all of this together for you here. We'll make it seem somewhat simple. Right? Now, first of all, Golden State, if you look at their situation, they are going to have to make, in the next couple of years, some arbitrary decisions, some difficult decisions. Uh, you can't pay everybody. Right? And you can thank the draconian salary cap rules. Now, I have long been a champion, an advocate of getting rid of the salary cap. I have done many a mal- monologue talking about the socialism in sports, which is what the salary cap setup is. It is supposed to make everyone about the same. I don't want everyone to be about the same. It's designed to limit the spending from the very wealthy teams, and they think that that is the key for success. Right? Level the playing field for the rest. Of course, it hasn't worked out like that. Now, socialism at its core is about lessening the gap between the very rich and the poor to benefit the masses. Is that what's going on right now? Do you feel like the Phoenix Suns or the Atlanta Hawks are any closer to the Golden State Warriors because of the salary cap? Do you think? Or do you think that those teams are run by a bunch of boobs and that's why they're garbage? What do you think is if you got rid of the salary cap, right? You got rid of the salary cap, would that make things more lopsided or less lopsided? That's open for interpretation. But as for the Warriors, uh, their their situation here, Steph Curry and Kevin Durant, they're the headliners. That's obvious. You don't have to know anything about basketball, but you know that. And there's clearly a separation between those guys and the other quote stars unquote. For the Warriors, right? it, it is not easy, but I'll be the grown-up. Right? If you're the grown-up in this situation, you've got to pay Durant, you've got to pay Curry. Right? Done. Draymond Green and Klay Thompson, they don't measure up. They don't measure up side by side. They don't. Now, the second thing here, you talk about the, the Warriors, even if there was no salary cap, let, let's say that the Maller plan came to fruition. There's no salary cap. Draymond Green, I don't put him as a super max player. I don't. Now, listen, if I had the money, why not? But I, I, I would be reluctant to do it. I'll tell you why. He's a complimentary player. He's a good complimentary player. But when you put together a big-budget Hollywood film, not that they make many good ones anymore, but when they used to, you've got your leading actor – that's the headliner. Sometimes you have two leading actors. And then you've got some supporting actors. Draymond Green is a very good supporting player. But you can't pay the supporting actor as much as the, the leading actor. That's not how it works. 
you don't pay role players the money that mega stars get. Now there is a social hierarchy uh, in everything, but in this case, the NBA. Now Draymond Green would fall into the uh, the grinder category, right? The dirty work type of guy that does a lot of that stuff defensively and got a little crazy to him. He'll run around like a nut job around the court. He does all that. That's part of his, his shtick, and that's valuable, but there are limitations. There are limitations. Now, the final thing here, Draymond Green's 28 years old. If he if this is being if this is legit, the story that we're getting here, then he's got to be willing to leave the Warriors. He will get a max contract. He ain't going to get the super max contract because only the Warriors can offer that, but there is some woebegone owner and executive that will stand spellbound by Draymond Green. You know how this works. We see it in all the sports. Whoever wins a lot, people try to steal away. Other teams try to steal away players. Like the Patriots have been great for years, and so there's always guys trying to steal coaches from Belichick's coaching tree, and they usually stink or are mediocre. They try to take Patriots players away because they think they'll, they'll rub off on the other players. But if Draymond Green is willing to live the nomadic lifestyle, and he's got to change laundry, he can do the breaststroke in the cesspool of the NBA. Right? There's so many crappy teams. Uh, B- Brooklyn in the house, right? Sacramento. Can I get the Sacramento Kings here? I can see if the Lakers have money in a couple of years, this is the kind of guy Magic Johnson would go out and say, we need this guy. He's a winner. I want Draymond Green on the Lakers. Right? I want him on the Lakers. And by that time, you, you do the math on this. Draymond, as we said, he's got $36 million, two years left. So Draymond will be 30 years old. And I could see the Lakers paying Draymond Green a ton of money in a couple of years. So they're not going to get LeBron James and they're going to get these other guys. So eventually they'll have they'll still have money. The timing could be right for that. Right? The, the old saying from the carnival that you know suckers born every minute. Someone will pay a ton of money to Draymond. It ain't going to be a super max though. All right, it's the Ben Maller show on Fox. We say hello. To Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Judas Garcia, who's right over there. Do you yeah. have the winning numbers, Eddie, for the Powerball? I I wish I could say yes, but don't uh, give them out on the air if you do, because you won't you won't get a lot in return. Well, you can't win if you don't play, so there are no winning numbers over here, unfortunately. You don't play the lottery. I, occasionally, but I did. I didn't. Yeah. Is there a big? Is there a big prize coming out? Uh, no, it's 120 million, but it's not. Oh, that that's much. nothing. Yeah. yeah, you gotta wait till it gets to like 800 million or a, you know. Close that's to, usually yeah. when I play. Yeah, which is r- ridiculous. But I'm just yeah. being honest about it. Well, I'd like you to lie. Can you yeah. lie from now on? I, I think the show. No, would be I can't. Lie. I can't. Okay, do that. you do I, not want to lie. I cannot tell a lie. Now you know I'm much more interested in the uh, the uh, Washington Capitals parade than the Golden State yeah, Warriors parade. Yeah, I was trying parade. to find. Now, I saw a crowd estimate that there were hundred thousand people at the Capitals parade. I'm sure you're going to tell me there were more than that. I'm not going to tell you that because okay. I have no idea. But I, it was it looked a lot, impressive. A lot of people. Yeah. I don't. I didn't see any crowd estimate. I tried to find a crowd estimate for the Warriors parade. I, I would say it was. One. I would say it was much less. Understandably, much Understandable. less. I don't know. I have no. Idea. It well, like a I lot think. Of I, I mean, that area, DC, hasn't had a champion since the Redskins beat the Bills in the Super Bowl. So they've they've been gone without for a while. For you know, for the Warriors, uh, there was no drama about winning this title at all, and they've won three and four. So, it's, I'm I'm guessing if you're. Uh, a sports fan in that area, you were like, "Yeah, I've been out there to see it before. I really don't need to go see it again." Whereas in Washington, was the, you haven't seen it ever for the Capitals, anyway. Yeah, what was the crowd? 
I, I want to know. It I'm didn't it, for the for the Warriors. It didn't look like there were many people there to me. Remember when the Cubs had their? That was yeah. one of the stupidest stories. I they, it was one of the large. They claimed it was one of the largest meetings of humanity yeah. in the history of the human you know, race. It on did the look planet. impressive. It did look but, impressive. It was a sea of people. Yeah, they, didn't they say there were like? Fi- they claimed there were five million people. That's a lot. I don't know about that. Yeah, but there were a lot. There were a lot. And there were a lot of uh, a lot of uh, people yeah, in they, red they, at the uh, Capitals. Uh, the city of Chicago estimated there were five million people at the Cubs parade, which would rank it as the seventh largest gathering of humanity in the history of the recorded world. Well, really, I'd love to hear the top uh, the top list there of that. What what is what's number one? What's the top three? Do you know, we have this thing called the internet, Eddie. You can look it up. Oh, well, know. you sounded very right, confident. Here we go. Right, that. You want it, smartass? I'll give it to you. Why am I being a smartass? Uh, there ass? was a pilgrimage in India in there 2013. 30 million people. Wow. There was a festival. Is that in, number one? Yes, that's okay. number one. Number one festival in Iraq, uh, 2014. 17 million. Uh, and that was in 2014. 1969. A funeral in India, fifteen million. Wow, that's uh, that's quite a funeral. Yeah, uh, Iran, a funeral for the I Ayatollah. Sense a theme here, yeah. In nineteen eighty nine, the Ayatollah's funeral, ten million people. Uh, the uh, the Pope was in the Philippines in twenty fifteen. There you go, six million people. World Youth Day, World Youth Day had the same number of people as the Cubs parade. All right. Yeah, there was a, another funeral in nineteen seventy, five million. Rod Stewart concert in Brazil, three point five million. I'll keep Whoa. going, Eddie. The the Mecca. There was a pilgrimage at the Mecca in Saudi Arabia. Wow. I thought the Mecca was in Milwaukee. What's up with that? <laughs> back, I was told was a lie when I was day. when I was a kid. I was like, I'm gonna go to the Mecca, see the Bucks play. Uh, three million people. There was an anti-war march in Rome, Eddie. Three million people, 2003. Mm-hmm. You want me to keep going? No. Would you Would you oh, question right. those numbers at, at a funeral if you heard those numbers? Would you say that's too much? Yeah. Who's doing a crowd a crowd count at a funeral? Right. You don't go there. I mean, who's doing that? These are these these estimates are. Uh, generally, I I don't buy the. Uh, I, I'm not a believer in these. I saw the Cub Parade. There were a lot of people. There were more five million people there. Remember when the NFL? My favorite story. Oh, like I this, know what you're going to say. Uh, the, the London yes, game. Yeah. yeah. So the NFL a couple <laughs> years ago. Yeah, that was a good move on their yeah, part, though. They've been playing games in London, and what was the crowd? It was like a million people or something like close to a million people. They estimated. We determined that they were counting everyone that that was, it was a very uh, congested area of London, and they were like counting the people that were shopping. That were wasn't, li- it, wasn't there also a, another a separate event was going on as yes, well? Yes, yeah. There was, that was a con- nearby. Yeah, there was like another. Con- yeah, yeah, so like, yeah, let's count them. Yeah, it's NFL math, which is like Maller math. They just you know started piling up there. All right, anyway, it's the Ben Maller show on Fox. Uh, at some point, we passed up last hour because we had other stuff to do. We'll get to that overrated and a uh, selfish losing player thing. We will get to that. Also, later this hour, we've got too much or not enough. We have that to look forward to, and uh, we'll call this one a case of hockey wives. We'll get to that. Uh, Eddie will like that story. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. On the Ben Mamble Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire, all things needed to survive. The shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. You can follow Ben on Twitter. He is at Ben Maller. And once again, in for Danny G, it is Roberto. And you can follow him on Twitter at Raider underscore Rob 24. Thank you, Roberto. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. You were supposed to write that down, Eddie. Yes, I, I forgot. It's a bad job, buddy. Well, we have an update here, Eddie. You're not going to like this. 
Why am I not going to like it? They estimate that the Washington Capitals had uh, roughly 200,000 people at the parade. The Golden State Warriors had over 750,000, close to a million people in Oakland. I don't buy it. Okay, you, you, so okay, well, you want to come up with your own numbers, Eddie? Go with your own numbers. Go ahead. I I, I go by the eye test, the Eddie you Garcia the, eye test. The Eddie Garcia yes. eye test. Okay, yeah. How's that working out for you? Very well. Where thank your, you. Where are your glasses at? They're right here on my face. Okay, just like yours. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not wearing glasses right now. Yeah. Look at me right now. Look at your radio. You see me wearing glasses? You yes. don't see me. No. Yes, I do. I know you don't. I see you. Look at Look. the radio. Look at the radio, Eddie. There's no glasses on the guy in the radio. How dare you? So just for the record, you know, facts over feelings. Eddie's uh, he's going feelings over facts. He's going like ah, I don't. Like I'm this. just going by what I saw. Okay. Okay, that's fine. By the way, it's California. No, we don't we don't care that much about about these things. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's that's. Am a, I wrong? That's a cliche. Am I wrong? Well, based on attendance, there's more people that go to sporting events in California than anywhere else. Well, that's because so we've got they, we've got more do. teams here. Well, that could be part of it. But it could they, they, be, huh? The, the yeah. attendance, if you look at the attendance in like Major League Baseball, the Dodgers and the Angels do very well. The Giants, although not so much recently, I guess, because they're not uh, that great. But they, you know, those teams, a lot of teams in California do well attendance-wise. All right, to the phones we go. Cashing a golden ticket. We say hello to Fluffy Dave. Hello, Fluffy Dave. Oh, Ben Mallory. You got a golden ticket. I got a golden ticket. There's your sign. I got a golden ticket. You disappeared, Fluffy Dave. You were out of my life for many, many weeks. Uh, I know you were disappointed, and I know you're uh, happy to hear from me again. Don't put words in my mouth. Um, <laughs> well, I've been uh, I've been kind of uh, laying low. It's uh, basically changed uh, my eating habits, my diet, and all that other oh, garbage. So what, what doctor told you to do that? Uh, no doctor. Well, what happened was, the fluffy in me uh, was getting a little too fluffy, and oh, I yeah. I started to uh, not be able to breathe and then clip my toes at the same time. That's yeah. overrated. So that became yeah. that became yeah that became a problem. Yeah. So I decided to go on a, a little diet and uh, exercise plan, and uh, yeah. haven't been able to call because I've been going to sleep at well, a. At a Oh, a normal hour. Right. Listen, you can you can live the overnight hour and still have exercise and diet. You can do it. Yeah, but you know, I find myself getting up earlier in the day, and I also cut out alcohol during the week. Oh, so that's, uh, oh this is devastating. That's, uh, that's the number is, one. Do we need an intervention here, oh, Fluffy Dave? You're no. cutting. You're cutting out food. You're cutting out alcohol. You were the guy. You were going to throw snowballs at Eagle fans, and then your wife. Uh, stepped in and put the kibosh on that during Super Bowl week. It was going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. The good old. Those well, are the good old. That was back when you were big drinking, Fluffy Dave. Not anymore though. The new Fluffy Dave. New, new, new. No. So I've I've lost. I've actually lost like fifteen pounds since April. It's probably since the last time I talked to you guys. But uh, fifteen pounds. So oh, I'm, congratulations! You're on the Maller diet I got about, plan. Uh, the Maller diet plan, which yeah. is not listening to the Ben Maller show, you lose weight. There you go. All right. No, I do listen. I do listen to the podcast. Oh, so well, thank you. The number yeah. one podcast, five stars, available on iTunes and everywhere else you can get podcasts. And as we like to point out, Fluffy Dave, if you've got elderly parents that don't really know how to use their smartphone. Go in there, help them out, sign up for the podcast, put it on autopilot. It'll download every day, and uh, we're good, okay? 
You know, I did tell my parents that I'm uh, I'm actually a, a pretty big deal on uh, yeah. late night sports talk radio. I'm sure they, they were very listen, proud. But, uh, your, your parents are doting parents. They're very <laughs> proud of you that you've reached this accomplishment in your life. That's a big yeah. deal. Yeah. For, yeah. Forget so, the, whole, uh, the whole family like to, stuff. Uh, that fam- like... Family stuff's overrated. But late night radio caller, big. Yeah, I made it. Congratulations. So anyway, to close, uh, I got this golden ticket from uh, the one and only Blind Scott. He missed me. Um, and he, I thought you guys uh, were. I thought you guys. I, I thought you guys were fighting, and you were. You were. Yeah. Well, him and I, uh, we we just uh, kind of talked things over and buried the hatchet. Oh, well, bygones be. We apologized uh, for some things, and uh, okay. All right, well, good. I'm so, glad uh, you made it. Uh, it's good. We, uh, this is not a, ch- a therapist chair here, but okay. All right, well, fl- uh, good luck with everything, Fluffy Dave, and we hope you can call from time to time. All right. All right, sounds uh, there good. You go. Take all right, care, there guys. he goes, the great Fluffy Dave from Minnesota. How about this story from Ottawa, Ontario? The wife of an NHL player, a captain in the NHL, filing essentially a restraining order against the girlfriend of one of his teammates. This is awesome. What a great story this is. Did you see this, Eddie? Of course I saw it. Uh, the Ottawa Senators captain, Eric Carlson, uh, the wife of Eric Carlson, filing an order of protection against the girlfriend of one of Carlson's teammates. She alleges harassment and, check this out, cyberbullying. How about that? Uh, the uh, application for a peace bond, we are told here, uh, was back in May. May 4th is just coming out now. And the allegation that this other woman posted hundreds of derogatory online messages aimed at her and her husband. All right, so who was the other player? Do we know who she Mike was? Hoffman. Oh, Mike Hoffman. Yeah. That's great. So they have to trade Hoffman. Well, they were talking about trading him anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, he will be traded. Okay, according to the Canadian Department of Justice, Eddie, the peace bond is a protection order that requires a person to keep the peace, and be on good behavior. Is that like a timeout in elementary school? you got to be on good behavior? Uh, uh, kind of. Yeah, yeah I guess sounds so. like that. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but by the way, Mike Hoffman uh, claiming that he and his girlfriend have nothing to do ooh, with the cyberbullying. another layer. Yeah. You think it was Barbara Bottini, the wife of former Sixers GM Brian Colangelo, that did it? You think she's Well, she does have a out? history, Ben. That's yes. all I'm going to say. Yeah. That's a good scandal. See, that's the kind of hockey story we need more of, Eddie. That's solid, man. Cat fighting, you know, wife, girlfriend, attacking each other. That's awesome. It's got a little bit of everything, right? Yeah, and and to add another layer to it, Eric Carlson is going to be a free agent after next year. And they are desperate to keep him uh, on the team, so you're going to do anything to please him. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna sue Deshaun Watson because I was cyber boy as bullied by his sycophants all day. I was cyber bullied, so I feel like I should get a restraining order against Deshaun well, Watson. Well, be careful because much in the way the Rams have had to pay Reggie Bush, yeah, you might have to pay for some of the actions of the Maller militia. So be careful with that. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about here. I wish we had like the Canadian uh, law has there the uh, what's this thing called again? The uh, peace order. The peace order. Yeah, yeah we need that. All right, very good. Uh, It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We will press on. We have too much or not enough. If you want to play too much or not enough, call now, 
99 on Fox. We'll take some more phone calls as well from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Right now, though, we say hello to Eddie Garcia, who's got the latest. Eddie? Well, let's check some baseball games of note as the battle for the NL Central lead continues with the Brewers hosting the Cubs. Milwaukee getting the 4-0 victory over Chicago on uh, well last night, and Milwaukee is now back on top in the division, a half game in front of Chicago. Braves over the Mets, 8-2. Ozzie Albies with a home run, 4 RBI for Atlanta as Braves move a game up on Washington for the NL East lead. Yankees shut out the Nationals, 3-0. Bryce Harper left this game for Washington after he was hit by pitch twice. He said afterwards, though, he should be okay. Red Sox over the Orioles, 6-4. Boston remains tied with the Yankees for the AL East lead. Rafael Devers and Andrew Benintendi each with home runs. For Boston, Astros over the A's, 6-3. Evan Gaddis, a homer, drove in five for Houston in the win. And the Mariners beat the Angels, 6-3. Mitch Haniger with a pair of homers for Seattle. Is there still a half game up on Houston for first in the AL West? This report brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price. From True Car, now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, uh, did you see in the NBA, Celtics all-star point guard Kyrie Irving said Tuesday, that a contract extension this summer doesn't make sense for him. He said his sole focus is on getting healthy for next season and helping Boston take another step towards uh, a title. Of course, uh, do you yeah. agree with him that a contract extension does not make sense for him? Well, it doesn't make sense for the Celtics because they don't know whether he's going to come back and be hobbled or not. So it's it's likely the best avenue. Plus, it's no longer Kyrie Irving Celtics. It's Jason Tatum's Celtics now. It's Jalen Brown's Celtics now. Plus, you don't want to take too many steps towards the championship because you could fall off the flat earth and then you die if you're Kyrie hold, Irving, hold right? On, hold on a second. <laughs> Lame jokes at the end of the week. Are you going to see Uncle Drew? No. End of the month. Big movie, Uncle Drew. You would have to pay me a substantial amount of money to see that movie. The only way I will see Uncle Drew is if I sign up for that movie pass thing that Coop was talking about. Ten dollars. Yeah, the, the only way I'll see Uncle Drew is at gunpoint. Wow! All right, that can be arranged, Dave. That can be arranged. I know people. All right, uh, the Ben Maller Show coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. I have a feeling, Eddie, on the Boston, the Maller Marathon Boston version. Yeah. I might have to do a deep dive on Kyrie Irving. I have a feeling that will come up. I am <laughs> I not surprised to, to do, hear that at all. Might have to do a Maller monologue on oh, that. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I also saw, did you see Tom Brady, while the Patriots had their last OTA Tom Brady was golfing with, uh, was it Phil Mickelson warming up for the uh, U.S. Open, which you can he- you can see on Fox. And you What can- about no days off? That's a day off. I know. What about, yeah. I thought it was no days off no, for the Patriots. That was before he, you know, got shacked up with the supermodel and he's hanging out with socialites. That's how he, you know, he's a socialite now. That's what he is. All right, it's Ben Maller's show. Uh, you know the deal from Geico. I, I did the Geico. Geico, Geico, Geico. Can we play the Geico song? Geico, 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 Geico. That's enough Geicos, right? Could we good? All right, thank you. Wait, wait, wait. Geico. Geico! Here we go, Geico. All right, All right we're good. Yeah, we good? All right, very good. I've got Geico tattooed to my chest is what I have, okay? That's how much I love Geico. Tattooed to my chest, Geico. Let's go to Whoopie Pie Blair. Get the dump button yeah. ready. Uh, what, what, what happened? He had derangement syndrome yesterday, this whoopee pie. I'm player. sure he's and recovered. He's, uh, much better on. place now. Let's see if he's there. Hello, uh, whoopee pie Blair. Well, much better call. Is he sleeping now? Kind of neurosis to see have going on here. Let's... All right. Best call he's had in a long time. Yeah. 
He's going to blame his mom for him falling asleep. I blame his mom, too. Mommy. Thank you for that. Uh, You want to play the game now? Why don't we play the game? Here we go. I was going to take a call there, but let's play the game. People want to hear the game. Play the game. It's another Ben Maller game. We've endured too many of these. Is it too much or not enough? Enough already. All right, here we go. It is time now for too much or not enough. Now, the way this works, you can play along. The home version. We like to call that the, the home version. It could be the car version, the work version. We'll ask a series of questions. You have to get three out of the five right. All the answers are either too much or not enough. Very rarely, once in a blue moon, does someone go five for five. Typically doesn't happen. But maybe today will be the day. Get two golden tickets if you get five out of five right. We welcome in our contestant. Let's see here. Who do we have, Koopa Loopa, as our contestant? Who should we have play? Let's see. Did the guy hang up? Yeah, he did. All right. This is where I tap dance and... It's going to sound like I'm not killing time, but I am killing time. This is the part of the show. Train broadcast. If you ever get your own radio show and you're about to introduce the contestant of a game show and then the guy hangs up, this is where you have to be a professional broadcaster and not get all upset and start screaming and shouting and all that. Because we have another contestant lined up. We say hello to Ray, who is in Boston. Hello, Ray. Hey, how you doing, man? Hey, Ray, what's going on, man? Uh, I'm just driving along here, man. Yeah, what are you, what are you doing? You working? Yeah, I, I, I'm an ex-flyer, man. I do the same thing as a truck driver, you know? Drive overnight, no traffic. You drive overnight, no traffic. You're a truck driver, but you said you're not a truck driver. Well, I'm confused. I'm an ex-flyer. So my, my truck's doing 18 feet long. I don't follow. Uh, 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 hold on, hold on a like, second, Roberto. Help me out here, Roberto. Can you can you fill me in here? Because I like Ray. Ray's got a lot of energy. I like his energy. I couldn't understand though what he was saying. I did not understand. Oh, you, you didn't either. Oh, come on, Roberto. How dare you? All right. Well, Ray, you sound like a good guy. We want you to win this. Okay. Good luck to <laughs> you, Ray. It's too much or not enough. Question number one. This will mark Miguel Cabrera's sixth time. On the disabled list for the Detroit Tigers star in his career. Is this too much or not enough for Miggy? Too much. He's going too much, the guy. That's right. Look at this guy's good. Too much is correct. Good job by you, Ray. This is only the fourth time Cabrera has hit the disabled list, all coming since 2015. Question number two from Ray from Boston. On Wednesday, Bartolo Colon became the fifth active pitcher with 2,500 strikeouts. Is that too much or not enough, Ray? Too much. He's saying too much again. Is he right? He's right again. Two for two. You're making a mockery of the game, Ray. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing. Are you cheating, Ray? No way. Are you Julian Edelman? No, you're not cheating? There's no funny stuff in your drink there? Nothing? No, no, uh, all just right. coffee. Uh, just coffee, all right. That's not Irish coffee, is it? Well, uh, not French. Oh, French coffee. What is French? I don't know. Eddie, what's French coffee? Do you, no, all right, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. All right, well, you're two for two. You're doing good so far. You got to get one more right. You win the game there, Ray. And Bring here, it on. Bring it on, he says. Now he's getting cocky. Now the man's getting arrogant. Dwayne Casey. Dwayne Casey's the fourth head coach to lead his team to the best conference record and not 
return the following season. He was let go by the Toronto Raptors. Is that too much or not enough? Uh, too much. He's going too much for the third time in a row. For the win, did he get it? No, he didn't get it right. No, not ah. enough. Uh, Casey's the seventh coach to do it and then not return, and he's now the coach of the Pistons. So you're 2-1. and one. You don't have to worry about getting them all right, Ray. you got to get one more right to win our game, to win a golden ticket. And here we go for Ray in Boston. Rafael Nadal has now won nine French Open titles. Is that too much or not enough? Wake up, Ray. Is he there? Are you there, Ray? Oh, come on, man. Really? Oh, my God. All that you work. Get nothing. Oh. You lose. Good day, sir. Ray, the answer was not enough, Ray. The answer was not enough, you Ray. You hung up, Ray. How dare you? I blame. You know what I blame? The poor infrastructure in parts of Boston. I bet he was on the east side of Boston. That's it. You know, the, the cell phone reception is not that good in parts of there. That's a bad job. All right, I wanted to finish that with Ray. Damn it. Oh, yeah. No, I don't want to make a call. I was trying to talk to Ray. I don't need any help. I need Ray. I don't need to call the operator. All right, thank you. Yeah, not enough. Nadal's won uh, the French Open 11 times, uh, most major titles at a single event. You think we'll ever talk to Ray again? That might have been the only time our our lives crossed. I feel like it's going to be the only time ever. <laughs> That's it. I mean, I, I'll never speak to Ray again. I feel deprived. I just I, hope he's alive. Yeah, I hope he's. Yeah, it's true. He's driving. I don't know what he's driving. He's driving something. I couldn't make out what the hell he's driving. But driving a tank around Boston. Or maybe he was in a, in an Uber and he thought he was driving. He said it was like a the length of the vehicle or something like that. He can drive at night or something. I don't know. Well, good luck to Ray. Godspeed, right? Whatever the hell happens to you. All right, we will press on. Uh, no Tinderoni tips. We're actually going to try to push back Tinderoni tips. Danny G, who's not here because we got the great Roberto, but Danny has claimed he might come in early next hour because he's working on the Clay Travis show. Oh. So if he comes in, we might have it. But we don't have it right now, so we'll finally get to pay off the overrated and selfish losing player. This is a good one. We'll get to that and possibly all in as well. We'll do it all, and we'll do it next. Well, the only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts, unless it's not. Support our little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It'll help keep the show growing and pacify our bosses. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. So we have a battle royale in Major League Baseball. We got a good one. Uh, this is this is quite the the tale, and it involves the origins of this are Bryce Harper. Right? The origins of this are Bryce Harper. So there was a uh, undisclosed anonymous general manager who was quoted of talking of Bryce Harper. Saying that Harper, the Washington Nationals star, is overrated, selfish, and a losing player. Again, it was off the record. A, an anonymous National League executive supposedly told a fledgling website that about Bryce Harper. So, in the game of tag, the way the media business works is one person says something, 
And then a bunch of nerdy reporters run over to the other person and said, this person said this about you know this guy. What do you say? And so the media ran to Mike Rizzo, the infamous Mike Rizzo, who cost the Washington Nationals a chance to get to the World Series by shutting down Steven Strasburg in, was it 2012, I think? Boy, it's been six years, man. Anyway, so Mike Rizzo, who somehow kept his job as the Washington GM, uh, here's what he had to say when asked about this executive, this unnamed executive, talking about Bryce Harper. He said it's chicken blank and bull blank. The, uh, the first part was feathers and the last part was manure. Rizzo went on, quote continues, I think it's just totally unfair on so many levels. He then said that whoever this person is, by not putting their name on it, is cowardly and gutless, the Nationals GM said. He uh, expanded on that. The Nationals are playing the Yankees now. The guy that wrote the story, I would say he's a, a New York guy. I'm going to guess it's – I'm going to go Sandy Alderson. I'm going to go Sandy Alderson that that off-the-record GM was Sandy Alderson because the Mets aren't going to be bidding on Bryce Harper. They, they're still paying off Bernie Madoff debts from years ago. So I, I'm going to go with Sandy Alderson, somebody with the Mets. Eddie, you want in on this? You you want to name an executive and the the anonymous GM? Hmm. Hmm. I'll it's say national uh, National League, Eddie. Oh. Oh, are you going to say something else? What were you, you going to say? I'll say Theo Epstein. Theo Epstein, the Cubs. Interesting. Yeah, I like the Mets. I'm going to stick with the Mets. You know, we're going to play the speculation game. I'm going to go with someone with the Mets. Sandy Alderson. I could see that. How much money is Harper going to get? Like that's the next big story of the baseball offseason. Well, he's going to get a lot, but does he get two hundred fifty million a lot? Does he get three? Does he break the threshold at like three hundred and fifty million dollars and set a new mark for baseball contracts? Inquiring minds would like to know. Let's go to the phones. John is in Denver. I uh, see it, John Denver. What's going on, John in Denver? What's up? Ben, what's up? Thanks for having me. I appreciate you and your crew. Yes, thanks. What's up? What do you got? Um, well, to follow your theme, I'm not that familiar with baseball, but I think the contracts are ridiculous. Uh, my second point is I like to think uh, what you think about the Shinnecock Hills setup for the U.S. Open and get your picks from you and your crew. You want us to do a breakdown of the golf course for the U.S. Open? Is that what you would like to hear us talk about? No, I just want your pick. And yeah. thirdly, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do that I on uh, what do we do Friday after the, we wait till the tournament starts, and then we do the the. It's called the PGA Putnam. That's well, what we do. it it starts on Thursday. I know we wait till Friday though, because that's we're we're douchebags. Okay, yeah. But lastly, um, I heard a tragic. I haven't, I haven't listened. I try to listen every night, but yeah. I haven't listened since there was a tragic uh, breakdown of Weed Man Hippie. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'd use the word know. tragic. I, I, I think tragic's when there's a car accident and the people die. I think well, that is tragic. Was, it, it was tragic for me to listen to because yeah. we were trying, I was, or you guys were trying to, uh, get a business together in Vegas. Well, he wanted... Yeah, they he, were partners, equal partners. 
Well, that's incorrect, Eddie. No, no. Let me let me touch up your work here, John. Uh, Weedman Hippie had invited me. I had told him several times, I'm not. My name is not part of this. He wanted me to come for a birthday celebration. Uh, he then was going to lose a ton of money. I told him this, and he he thought he was going to charge like a hundred dollars. It was going to be a disaster. All right. By George, uh, maybe not. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So this is the time of the year a lot of talk show hosts get anxiety because there's not that big signature event. There's not. The NBA playoffs drove a lot of conversation. That's over with now. And the next big event on the social calendar is what, the baseball all-star game? That doesn't generally move the needle very much. And then you look ahead, you're like, all right, what's coming up after that? We got, uh, You know what's big? In mid-July, NFL training camp. But how jonesed up are you going to get? For training camp. Not a game. Not a game. We talked about training camp in the NFL. You're not going to get that worked up. So there's panic mode. A lot of people take vacation this time of the year, especially in July. That is a big vacation month. But we're we're in mid-June now for all intents and purposes. And so a lot of the blowhards here, the, the one thing, the default position, if you've got nothing else to talk about, what do you talk about? Two words, LeBron James, right? You can tell a lazy talk show host by how much they talk about LeBron James. There's plenty of other stuff to talk about. We've done an entire show. I don't think we mentioned LeBron James once, this entire uh, entire program. There's a lot of guys, it's the default. It's the easy thing to do, right? The easy road is the road a lot of these guys go to. I get it. I understand. Uh, and maybe at some point I'll get there. I'm not quite there yet. Uh, maybe I'll just get fed up and I'll be like, okay, I want to be like all these other you know, guys and I'll just you know, do LeBron James. Could LeBron James play with the Pelicans? What do you think? Uh, no, we're not there. Now, we have learned, believe this is breaking news here. This is a Fox Sports Radio exclusive. No one else has this. There are other NBA free agents. That's right. That's a, Talk about revelations. How about Paul George? Paul George. You heard the latest on Paul George. You might have missed this. From what we read here, there is a growing belief around the league that Oklahoma City, they actually have an opportunity here to retain the services of free agent to be Paul George. All right. Want to talk about this with you? The assumption had been that Paul George was going to say, hasta la vista, arrivederci to Oklahoma City, but apparently that at least according to this report, is not the case. So the question, you're going to buy or sell the possibility of Paul George staying with the Thunder? Now, I'm going to go first, and I am going to sell, 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 is what I'm going to do. So I've got observations here. You've got the weasel, the rumor-o-rama, and exposed, right? you got all that. We'll fasten it together. Now, to begin with. We'll start out with this. There is a pecking order in NBA free agency, and in the, the first big domino to fall should be LeBron James. right? That should be the first one. But after LeBron James, who goes second? 
Right? Now, there is rampant speculation on a number of available players, and there are players that are hobbled, like DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, Chris Paul would be in that category. Players that have been damaged uh, beyond repair, some say, like Isaiah Thomas. Players that are a little long in the tooth, like J.J. Redick, who are all available for one reason or another. And the way I look at this, I, I take this latest Paul George salvo with a grain of salt, as they say. The reason this is classic weasel technique, right? These are weasel words that were used in that report. Now, if you've listened to this show over the years, you know how to detect. You have a super secret decoder ring, and you can detect the weasel terminology. Now, we gave you the story. What was the weasel part of the story? That's right. Two words. Growing belief. Right? Belief is not a fact. It's a belief. You believe in things, which is great, but not facts. They're not proven facts. And growing is... I'm believing more, right? I'm believe, I didn't believe a lot yesterday, but I believe a lot now. You can make any rumor. This is an important reminder. This is like a public service announcement from the Ben Maller Show. You can make any single rumor in sports sound credible. All you have to do is have the proper ingredients, which are weasel words and phrases, right? Some of the other popular weasel terms that you'll hear uh, this time of the year that pop up, would listen, right? LeBron James would listen if a team in Italy called. He would listen. I like that one. Uh, Pick the biggest dumpster fire you can pick in the NBA. The Atlanta Hawks. LeBron James would listen if the Atlanta Hawks were interested. Classic. One I like, a lot of the insider guys use, more of a baseball term, but you hear it in basketball as well, Industry sources. It's great. Now, I know firsthand that industry sources can be anyone that works for a professional sports team. Now, a lot of people hear industry sources, and they assume that that is a high-ranking executive or a coach. Do you know that an industry source could be the person selling peanuts at the stadium? Because they are in the industry, and they are a source. right? So the peanut vendor can tell you, that LeBron James has always wanted to wear green and he had an appreciation for the Mavericks since they beat him in the finals and he wants to play with Dirk Nowitzki, right? Industry source who happens to sell peanuts. So you got to look out for these things. I mean, there's a bunch of other ones. Any combination of could, may, considering also applies here. Now, in addition, right, if you go to your local ice cream shop, Weather's hot. Summertime is upon us, right? The weather's getting hotter and hotter as we go later and later into the summertime and getting into July and August. And you go in there, and they might have a board up. They might have something like a flavor of the month. In the rumor-o-rama, it's NBA free agency. you got to think of this as the flavor of the day. So I would expect to hear in the coming days that Paul George wants to play for a myriad of teams. Because you got to get a story out every day. you got to... It's like a leaking faucet. you got to get a little story out every single day. Now, we know the Lakers and Clippers rumors will be out there. We know that, right? These things are like a boomerang. Come back around. Paul George, how about this? Paul George, I'll, I'll make one up. Paul George wants to ride the coattails of LeBron James, and so he's considering wherever LeBron goes as a package deal, right? LeBron James 
Uh, you know, he, he might go to Philadelphia or Washington or whatever, but Paul George will go wherever he goes. How about this? Paul George would love, you know those ribs, those beef ribs they have in Houston, that legendary? He'd love to go to Houston because he likes those ribs, and he wants to play for the Rockets. How about that? You know, why not? What the hell? Uh, Paul George loves Instagram. He's big on social media, and he wants to be near the global headquarters in the Bay Area of all social media, so he's willing to take less money to sign with the Warriors, according to industry sources. How about that? Bam. Done. Right? You get the point. I don't need to beat a dead horse. Now, last observation as we chat here on Fox Sports Radio. Oklahoma City, of all of the possibilities, makes about as little sense as you can come up with. What was Paul George like with Russell Westbrook? That was an oil meets water situation. And that that was canister of gasoline meets flamethrower. To say it did not work out well, that, that doesn't do it justice. Now, in fairness, nobody has been able to stay with Russell Westbrook and have sustained success. Doesn't happen, right? That's the kryptonite. Now, Paul George suffered the biggest fall from grace in the NBA last year as far as on-court performance. He didn't get hurt. He didn't have a devastating injury during the season, and his production fell off. He was a fringe top 10 player with the Indiana Pacers. One season in the Dust Bowl of Oklahoma, and he looked about as overrated as he can get. And it got worse as the season got on. It didn't get better. The final 22 regular season games in OKC, Paul George shot 38% over the final 22 games, and he needed to take 17 shots a game to average 20 points a game. The math ain't that good on that. And in the playoffs, playoffs, Paul George averaged 14 points a game and shot 40% in that playoff loss to the Utah Jazz. And while Paul George was on the court, the Thunder were outscored by 25 points by Utah in that playoff series. And he can be yours if the price is right. You can get him. He can be on your team. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Julius Garcia. Right. Yeah, I would have to agree with you, Ben. I can't see any scenario that uh, Paul George would stay in Oklahoma no. City. I mean, but hey, that a, did not go well this no, past year. There's a growing belief, though, Eddie. Yes, there's I like the industry sources. That's, that's a good a, one. That's a solid that's nice. one. You hear that a lot in industry baseball. sources. Industry sources indicate, yeah, but you can throw could, may, considering any of that out. And they do believe me. They yeah. do. Now, we're going to throw a curveball at you. And I don't know if you want to be part of this, Eddie, because you don't have to be part of it. I don't know if you saw who walked in there. Did you see that? I did, yes. Yeah. You know, well why, he, you know why he showed up early? Yes, you know I do. You know why he's here early? I do know why he's here early. Why would that be? Well, there's a certain segment that we do on the show that's very popular, and yeah. he wanted to uh, make sure we had it. Even who is though he? he? we got to announce your pronoun. Who would that be? That would be Danny G Radio. Oh, Danny G Radio. That Danny G Radio. Okay, look at that. All right. Well, we have – now, do you want to record this for posterity's sake? Of course. Okay, very good. So the way this will work, get on the Periscope app, and you, if you're a regular, you know the drill. You can check out the studio. We're doing this on the fly, so there will be like three people watching this. But if you want to be part of it, go on the Periscope app, and it's Eddie 
on FSR on your Periscope app on your phone. You'll be able to look inside the studio. Uh, maybe we'll see a candid shot of Roberto. You can see what he looks like. Uh, it's very exciting. All right, hit that button right there, Roberto. Here we go. Tinderoni tips. In a bit of a dry spell. Tinder guru Danny G is here to help. If you have a romantic query and you are under the age of 50 and you're not freaky or disgusting, please give us a call. And it is Tinderoni Tips. He's not uh, he's not scheduled <laughs> to work, but he came in early. Danny yeah, yeah. G Radio is here. Happy hump day. See, there he's on the Periscope. Yeah, and I'm never I'm never sitting down on Periscope right away, so this is different. Yeah, we get right to it. We don't mess around here. And there's show what Roberto looks like over there. There's Roberto, right? We got your doppelganger, Danny, because he's a Raider, Laker, Dodger fan. Yeah, yeah, we hire very, very wisely here at the network. Yeah, we don't, we don't hire anyone other than that. All right, well, very good, and uh, thanks for coming in early, Danny. Well, this is the OG show for me, and an always. So, whether right. we're training Roberto or not, I'm, I'm going to be here for Tinder. There you go. Tips, All right. Damn it. All right. Well, let's do it. Let's not waste any time. These are actual questions by actual. Yep. Thank you actual, for all the DMs uh, and for the tweets. Appreciate it. All right. First one from Chris on Twitter. He says, is Plenty of Fish the site with the least amount of bots? Now, how would you know this, Danny? How Have you done inventory on bots? Uh, yeah, I guess I'm a online dating whore, so I would know the difference between all the sites. Yeah. Uh, I would have to say the, the, the one with the least amount of bots is probably Match.com, and that's because you have to pay for it. So as far as free free sites like yeah. Tinder and, and POF, you're you're gonna get a lot of bots no matter what. So there's re- really no way around it unless you're gonna pay for a site. Yeah. And the way to tell a bot if it's the hottest person <laughs> you've ever seen in your life contacting yep. you, it's a bot. Right? And she messages back <laughs> yeah. immediately. Yes. And says, "I want to hook up with you. Here's my email. Yeah. I don't want to date. <laughs> I want to go right to the home run time. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Daniel in St. Paul says, "My girlfriend wants a cat." I want a dog. What's the solution? <laughs> Go to sleep number. You can each get a both. You can get a, a hybrid of a cat and a dog. I don't know. Well, h- how was it with you when you got Bella? Well, I had a, we had a dog, Taser, before that who destroyed my entire Taser? house. Yeah, we had a dog named Taser. Oh, you are a Trump fan. No, that was the name. It was before <laughs> Trump. But it, it destroyed the entire house, ate up all the furniture and all that stuff. And uh, so I was like, I was like, I'm not no more dogs, right? I worked my ass up. I don't want to re- buy all the furniture. And my wife said, No, no, this dog's the sweetest dog. Won't do anything. She was actually was right about it, but I was against the dog. I mean, I guess if they live somewhere where they can have both kinds of animals, you could get one of. But each, I'm allergic right? to cats. Are you? So I'm allergic. To, I can't. Yeah, I hate can't. people who are allergic to cats. Yeah, well, I hate you too. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Take some Benadryl. How about you get a a cat? There's like dogs that are like cats. Yeah, that's that? true. Okay, yeah. there's hypo. What is what's the word? Hypoallergenic cats. Yeah, sure, go with it. Um, like a like a like a che- like a small cheetah. Yeah, like a smaller dog. Bangle, bangle like cats. A, like a cat. Yeah, look yeah. it up. Google it. There are cats. And, that- I, and I recommend spend the money on the potty training because in the long run it <laughs> will be in your benefit. You've had some Costco shoes peed on. It sounds like I have had some floors peed on, <laughs> vomited on. Uh, you name it. Uh, Corey on Twitter, Tinderoni Tips at a new time. Corey on Twitter says, how can I get over a girl who broke my heart? All right. <laughs> that's that's uh, not easy. Well, you need some, uh, well, what, what do you call it, uh, slump busters? Or, yeah, it's, eh. nev- it's never going to leave you. So when people say, oh, time heals everything, 
No, it doesn't. People are lying to you. Time just covers it up like a scab, but uh, it's still always going to remain inside of you. So what I would say is resort to a life of crime and uh, and focus on other areas of your life, and you'll get over it eventually. Yep. Uh, you got to get back out there, Ben. That's what I would say. Just start dating yeah. again. Well, I, I have a theory. This is actually a positive. As someone that had my heart broken many times uh, <laughs> uh, as a uh, single man for many years, uh, it you build up rhino skin, right? It, it actually yep. helps you out in life when these women walk all over you and step on you. So you're saying be cold? No, I'm not saying be cold, but I'm saying you grow up some. Uh, you know, it's like you walk around barefoot, and you, then you don't really need shoes anymore because you're you've got all that. Uh, I got you, but eventually yeah. you're gonna have to let somebody in and well, see yeah. the the soft, yeah, fluffy I, inside I of Ben think Mallard. It helps you in the long run if you can handle it. It helps you in the long run. It's like when you get everyone gets picked on in school. You gotta yeah, have rhino yep. skin. You gotta you gotta be able to deal with it. Some people can't deal with it. You know they, exactly. they freak out and they, as adults they have problems because they can't yep. deal with. It. All right, uh, Nick writes in on Twitter. He says, "What, what up, Nick? Uh, what's the best kind of alcohol to give a girl on a date?" <laughs> <laughs> Is this from Nick Cosby? <laughs> okay, okay, Ben. What's got the highest alcohol content? I, I don't know. I, no, but here's the one: what? cinnamon whiskey. Cinnamon whiskey. Cinnamon whiskey, because women will drink it as if it's a, a fruit drink, and it oh, goes okay. down smooth. Yeah, and it gives Cinnamon you whiskey. a quick buzz. Cinnamon whiskey is the thing to give a girl on a date. Is that expensive? If, if she wants sell, to drink, you do don't they sell it at Costco. Don't push it on her. You is it at Costco? <laughs> I don't know if Costco carries that or not. We'll have to do some research. Well, it might be a seasonal item. Maybe part of the year they have it. Yeah. All right, there it is. Uh, a very good Tinderoni tips with Danny. Yeah, G. for the next 45 minutes, I'm going to drink some cinnamon whiskey here yeah. while I wait. There's a bunch of health food in the refrigerator. I don't know. How, how is Roberto doing, by the way? If you had to compare him and Sam really quick. Well, if he wasn't wearing a Laker hat, I would oh, give him like an A. But there I we gotta, go. I got to give him a B. You got to stare <laughs> at a Laker hat. I mean, now, now who's, who's better with my digital drop board, Sam or Roberto? Uh, I don't know. It seems you haven't about been paying same. attention. I haven't been listening. Okay. I don't like to who's go. who's better picking the music so far? Oh, what are you trying to do, Danny? <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm just getting I, caught up with the show. I don't, I don't. You know how I feel about bumper music. What I are you know. asking me? I don't pay any You're attention the wrong to bumper one to music. Ask. I, it's it's spoken word radio is what it is. Tweet me with your reviews at Danny G Radio. Wow. All right, we will we will press on here. I'm just trying to help both guys to give them some yeah, some solid trying, feedback. You're just trying to help everyone out. All right, we'll get to <laughs> appalled. We'll call this one appalled. We'll get to that. We will do it. Are we doing bonus stuff here? We are. Oh, oh yeah. We'll yeah, bonus uh, coverage on uh, Periscope uh, right now. Put my pants on. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. You can't lick your own elbow, travel at light speed, or sneeze with your eyes open. However, you have the power to increase the audience of The Ben Maller Show. Tweet, Instagram, and Facebook post about the show. Don't be bashful. Tell your friends and family about our distinct program to help add new listeners like yourself. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And we will play Password, the word game of the stars coming up here in a little bit. So if you want to play Password, we need a couple of contestants. Assuming you have good cell reception where you are and you want to play a game show, we'll do that coming up here in a couple minutes. It is the word game of the stars, Password. So this is, we'll call this one the rebuttal. Now we're going to call it the rebuttal, and it involves the Colorado Rockies. Now you remember back... Uh, I don't know that we mentioned it on the show, but it was a pretty funny story at the time. This is back in April. Uh, the Denver Post, the big paper in the big city there, the capital of Colorado, 
they had this big story in the life and culture section of the newspaper, the ultimate visitor's guide to Coors Field. Do you remember this story, Eddie? No, I don't. Okay. The reason it was a great feature, and I, I think one of the – it should have won the Pulitzer Prize because the hometown paper of the Colorado Rockies did a very intimate look at Coors Field, and it was a front-of-the-section story. And it says right there, Ultimate Visitor's Guide to Coors Field, big, bold print. And then right below it is a beautiful picture of Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia. <laughs> the Denver, whoever works at the newspaper in Denver back in April, took a glorious picture of Citizens Bank Park and put that in as their feature. So I bring this up. Why do I bring this up, right? Who cares about this? Well, the... Phillies and Rockies getting together in Philadelphia and uh, whoever runs the social media for the Rockies showed a nice picture of Citizens Bank Park and said, good to be back at Coors Field. <laughs> we'll pay back to the, to the Denver Post. And so uh, I, I love the, the people that don't get the joke, right? Because you, you've got to be self-deprecating in this situation. There's no other avenue. Yeah, like a major newspaper and your hometown team, and you put a picture of the wrong ballpark. Well, the person that happens to be the editor, the editor of the Denver Post, responded to the Rockies. Are you serious? This woman said, I am appalled that you guys would rehash this as if we have not been through enough. This is what's known as playing the woe is me card. The uh, editor, I don't know who this person is, but the uh, the editor of the, the paper. <laughs> and then the, the dopey Rocky said to apologize. No harm was meant. Oh, my. It's, it's so, so absurd here. I, so, I wonder how many people lost their job over that. Uh, and for all the people that have been sending in, uh, have you seen the Collins? I've seen the Collins. Do I like the Collins? I love the Terry Collins uh, soundbite. Oh, I saw that, too. Can't, I asked Coop, do we have an edited version? He said, no, we don't have an edited version. So That we was fantastic. It. It's wonderful. The uncensored footage from Terry Collins, which obviously goes back because he's no longer the Mets manager. Right. But he was upset when, this is in 2016, Noah Syndergaard got ejected. Was it the umpire that was mic'd up? I think the umpire was It was the up. crew chief. Oh, the crew chief yeah. was mic'd up. Yeah, I think he so. was coaching at first base. Yeah, so Collins got into it, and uh, it, was, it was pretty good. That was a Dodger. That was a Dodger Mets game. Yep, that was the Chase Utley. Right, they threw behind Chase Utley, and Noah Syndergaard got ejected, and that led to Terry Collins. Now, is, is Collins going to be in trouble for uh, he used the the uh, the blank sucker reference? Uh, he used that as uh, one of his derogatory terms. Is that he's going to be in trouble for that? If he was still manager, he probably would get have a, to go to sensitivity. Yeah, but sensitivity training. Yeah. He would have to take care of that. Now, I've always said I would pay a, a fee. Yeah. If there was some way, and you know, I'm a huge football fan. Obviously, I like hockey as well. If there was some way we could listen to a uncensored feed of, I don't even care who the player is for an entire game. I would like love Na- to like do NASCAR that. does, where you can listen into the pit crew. Yeah, can you do that on TV though? I think you have to be in at the yeah, actual yeah, they sell radio track for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. Do it. No, that would be awesome. I would so absolutely be, you, pay more. You would, you're saying right now, Eddie. My, you're saying I would like to be a voyeur, right? You're saying I would like to be a voyeur. 
That's what you're saying. Yes. Yes. If that's All what right. if that's what you want if that's how you want to take it. Yes. Absolutely. Well, isn't that what it's called? I want to have an uncensored listen to what is going you're, on in the field. You're a looky loo. You want to you want to go. I, I guarantee you, I'm not the only one. Okay. You don't. You wouldn't want to experience yeah. that. There's probably a lot of boring stuff. You know, there's only a few of these guys that are that good. Yeah, you know, some of them. I, I'd like to hear Draymond Green. You know, see what he's doing. Interesting. Be a little harder to mic up the NBA guys. You think Kevin Durant even says anything? You know, I think he does. You think he does? I do. Yeah, pretty quiet. Who's the yeah, quiet? I don't think. I don't think on the court he's quiet. I think a lot but of the guys like, who are quiet off the court talk a lot of crap. Then, on like the in court. baseball, like the right fielders out there by himself in right field or left field. Like, what are they? Okay, well, are, then make make it the catcher. I'm sure he's having conversations yeah, all the time with the umpire. Yeah, right. It's the Ben Maller Show on Fox, on Fox, and we will press on. as That, that Terry Collins, oh, we should tweet that out. That's good audio, but we can't. It's not FCC friendly, unfortunately. We're not allowed but to But on Twitter, that. it doesn't matter. Yeah, social media, man. It's all about the Internet. You can do whatever you want. God bless it. Thank God. It's the Old West. All right, 877 on Fox. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, in a few minutes, we're going to play Password, the word game of the stars. Password. We will get to that. But first, Eddie Garcia is here, and he'll give you the latest. Eddie? Well, check the scoreboard in Major League Baseball and the games of note. It was a battle for first in the NL Central, and give this one of the Brewers who shut out the Cubs 4-0. Chase Anderson and three relievers combining on the two-hit shutout with that win. Milwaukee's now back on top in the division, a half game up on the Cubs. Braves beat the Mets 8-2. Atlanta moves one game up on Washington for the NL East lead as the Nationals were shut out by the Yankees 3-0. Cease Sabathia and three relievers combining on the three-hit shutout for New York. Red Sox over the Orioles 6-4. Boston remains tied with the Yankees for the AL East lead. Astros down the A's 6-3 and the Mariners beat the Angels 6-3. So Seattle stalls a half game lead on Houston for first in the AL West. This report brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Now, Ben, the 2018 World Cup is almost upon us. First game. I is... can't wait, Eddie. You know it matters. You it's know what? It's on Fox. It's on Fox, right. baby. Thursday. I've got Argentina in my pool. Write it down right now. What? Thursday, 11 a.m. Yeah. Eastern. Okay. Mexico, baby. Russia versus <laughs> Saudi Arabia. As Roberto chimes in. Yes. Uh, now, there's also, at any moment, Russia. going to be an I'm gonna, announcement. I'm going to pick Russia over Saudi Arabia. That's a good call, I yeah, think, I'm on that one. Yeah, the Russians. Uh, yeah. There is yeah. going to be, at any moment, the announcement of who will host the 2026 Ooh. World Cup. And it's Ooh. down to... Who is it down to? Morocco. Oh, that's where Tom Brady hangs out, and Morocco. The, the united bid of the U.S., Mexico, and Canada. Wow, North America, baby! Yeah, yeah. North yeah. America, North America. Yeah, they are they are the favorite to uh, to win the bid over We're, Morocco. We are going to uh, trump. We are going to beat uh, Morocco. Now, Ben, I got to believe if the U.S. Fire. does win, or the North America te- uh, yeah. bid, if that does get selected, we'll definitely have a game, a World Cup game in Los Angeles, sure. right? Yeah. We'll have the new stadium will yeah, be up by that's then. that's right. The NFL stadium will be open. Uh, yeah. Now, you're not a World Cup guy. I, I know that. I do. I did win a World Cup pool when I picked Italy years ago. We should have a World Cup pool here. I would be all, all in favor of that, yeah. but that's your call. Yeah, uh, yeah. Would you attend a World Cup game here in Los Angeles? If I didn't have to pay for the tickets, I would go. Absolutely, well, of course, you yeah, don't have I would to pay. Go. Big radio star see, like you. Did you see that uh, Russia? This is great. The workers at the World Cup events are being trained, Eddie, to learn how to smile. How <laughs> awesome is that? 
They're being taught how to smile hmm. when foreign tourists come to Russia. How, Interesting. How wonderful a place must Russia be where they have to train the citizens on how to smile when people when people visit. That is. Uh, how would great. you train someone to smile? I, I tickle them. I just tickle them. Do you think they have like uh, everyone's got a spot, right? Even Russians, where you uh, you you know, rub their ankle or something like that, they start laughing, right? Wouldn't that where, be what you where, do? Where's your spot? It's a personal question. I know it is. We're not dating. I mean, we do talk four it's, hours uh, a night, but we share everything here on the bed. A little, little awkward. Yeah. It's a little, a little, a little odd there. You you said everyone had a spot, so naturally I had to ask. You want to reveal yours? I I don't have a spot. You I'm, do. I you am, just have it uncovered. I am anti spot. No, there's everyone's got a place. Maybe it's behind the knee. At one time, the arms at one time I had a spot. spot. No longer. I grew out of it. You're so grew out of my spot. And cynical and bitter now as an old man that you don't have the spot anymore. Interesting. All right, it's uh, the Ben Maller Show. Thank you, Eddie, for uh, for that. Uh, You're welcome. Uh, yeah. All right, we're coming from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. The serial killer is named Mark, and he blessed us with a lifetime supply of Cocoa Puffs. Uh, we got that last week. Cocoa Pebbles. Cocoa Pebbles, excuse me. What's the difference? Well, both. He gave us both. Yeah, there's like yeah. big boxes there. No, what? there's Cocoa Pebbles and Fruity Pebbles. Cocoa Puffs are- What's the difference? It's, a, it's well, the same thing. No, it's not. Cocoa Pebbles is a rice oh. cereal, and oh, okay. Cocoa okay. Puffs oh. is a corn puffs. Call me crazy. <laughs> to me, it tastes the same. It's a chocolate cereal. Anyway, uh, Mark, what's going on, Mark? Not much, big fan. How you doing? Mark, if I if I was any better, <laughs> I'd be a Texan, but not a Houston Texan because they got issues. All right, and, oh, oh, hold on, Big Ben. I, I think something happened right now. Oh, look at some chicks right here next to me. Oh, oh what's up, girl? Some, what's up, girl? <laughs> oh, what's up, girl? Oh, You gotta give them some, give them some cereal. They deserve some cereal. There you go. Yeah. That happens oh, a lot this time of the night. There's a lot of flashing that goes on. Yeah, a lot of that. Yeah. Oh man, that, that was awesome right now. Was was it? Hey, uh, hold, now, hold on, now, hold on. There's good looking people that flash, and there's ugly people that flash. Wait a minute. <laughs> Which one was it? That's what I want to know. Uh, there's two knockers, on t- two knockers on top. Girl has some big. T- big uh, uh, all right, come <laughs> I don't think he, I don't think he's lying, Eddie. I think he's being honest. I think he got flashed. I think he just got flashed. That's great. That'll cheer that up. Awesome, that, that'll cheer up your day. Look at how happy he is. That's great. Awesome. Uh, yeah. We can listen. There's nothing, hey, Mark. Mar- there's, no, there's nothing I can say that'll match that. I, I mean, I can flash my <laughs> chest, but that's not going to match that. You know. Uh, Hey, what, what, what are you talking about Draymond Green? You want to take Draymond Green to the Lakers? I don't know about that. Yeah, that's my default position. I'm putting everyone on the Lakers. I'm putting Draymond Green as a max player on your Lakers, Mark. <laughs> You're just, nah, I should go to the Clippers, don't you think? Nah, we're good. He'll be better on the Clippers? Nah, nah, we're all right. We, we're okay. I don't know who they have. they got a bunch of injured guys the Clippers, but they're okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, so, so so you guys all got that cereal, right? Oh, we we thank you. You're the cereal. Yeah. You're the cereal killer. You hooked us up, Mark. Thank you, man. You appreciate it. You guys it. rule the radio. All right, be good. All right, there he goes, Mark. <laughs> Look how excited he was. Who was it? Was uh, Tom Likas used to do that stuff? He did the Flash Friday for a while years ago on the radio. And uh, we it's hard to do that when you do an overnight show to do uh, 
and he's kind of flashing. Can't really flash, you know, your headlights and all. Anyway, we will press on. We're going to play Password, the word game of the stars. Should we get to that right now? Introduce our contestants real quick. Can we do that real quick? Yeah, let's do it real quick. Here we go. Attention, everyone. And the password is Password. You idiot. Password, the word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller. All right, here we go. It's Password, Word Game of the Stars time. We say hello to Andy in Indy. He said he was going to call up tonight not to play a game show. Hello, Andy. Yeah, Ben, I'm, I'm not only a game show. I'm a liar. Yeah, you are a liar and a weasel. Yeah. All right. Uh, don't be all hurt. I called you a weasel. I'm kidding. Uh, uh, hold on. And Andy, tell the guy in Beaver Dam that hasn't heard you call seven million times to play these game shows what you do what? for a living. Uh, I'm I'm kind of a, a voiceover a voiceover person. All right, he's for a commercials. Very important voiceover person. All right, hold on. And who else? Let's see. Should I go Eddie? You want me to go six or you want me to go five? Let's go six. All right, six. You pick Joe in San Antonio. Hello, Joe. Hello, Mister Ben. Thank you, Eddie. He didn't know he was picking you. If he had known he was picking you, he would have picked somebody else. It's not, it's not true. That is true. That's what Eddie told me off the air. Yeah. All right, hold cool. on, uh, Joe. You uh, you annoy everyone in San Antonio and think the Spurs are God's gift to everyone. Yes? Well, I, I don't lie. Yeah. All right, hold on. So we have Andy and Joe. Andy, who would you like to partner up with, Andy? Go ahead. Uh, ben, I guess we'll continue the uh, streak of uh, winning with uh, Eddie and myself. Excellent choice. Hello? Unless it's not. Oh, we no, hung up on no, you, Andy. No. I'm sorry. You've, called, you've played too many <laughs> games. We hung up on you. Joe, who do you want to partner up with, Joe? You know, Ben, you've been in a slump. I'm going to help you out. Oh, I'll boy. All right. All so right. you're Ben Slumpbuster. That's pretty good looking, Joe. He's a good looking man. Right? All right. We will do it. Here we go. Joe and me, Ben, Andy, and Eddie will have password in its entirety. Put your bets in. We get to that next. Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. All right, let's do it. Here we go. We got Joe and San Antonio teamed up with me. Lock him in, and the team that's going to lose here put a big L next to Andy's name there, and Eddie Garcia. Okay. All right, got ten words, guys, and Coop's gonna you're going to keep score all that, Coop. Yes, uh, that is correct. All right, and I believe it was uh, Andy that got on the line first, correct? Uh, yes. Uh, so Andy, go ahead, pick a number between one and ten. I'll go with uh, ten. All right, go ahead, Eddie. All right. Um... The clue is delicate. Delicate. Um, delicate. Soft. No. Ooh. All right. Uh, this is our opportunity here, Joe, in San Antonio. Uh, let's go with brittle. Oh, come uh, on. Come on, guys. Come on, Joe. Fragile? Yeah, there you go. Good job by uh, you. That's nine points. We got the lead. 
We got the lead, Joe. I never had my doubts with you, Joe. That's a lie. I believed in you, Joe. We have a one through nine, my man. Bring it home. Let's build that big lead up early. Make them, uh, make them play go, catch up. Let's go number seven. Number seven. All right, you're listening to Password, the word game of the stars. Let's see. There's a couple couple different ways I can go with this here. Let's see if I want to do uh, which way I want to go. What, 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 who's making that noise here? Which one of you morons is making that noise? wasn't me. It wasn't well, you? Let's go. Relax. I'm going to do it. All right, relax. Yeah, quit stalling. I'm not stalling here. All right, let's go with Aorta. Aorta. Yeah, Aorta. <laughs> Put a dagger in them, I'll say vain. No. Oh, oh my God, no. Well, All right, Andy, uh, cardiac. Uh, Heart. Yeah, that's right. Uh, hey, uh. Do you know what the uh, – do I even uh, – I'm not – you know what? Yeah, no, he's, he's not exactly wrong. I mean – Yes, he is wrong. It's an, an artery is kind of like a vein, and so – I mean, What is the largest artery in the body? The aorta, but I'm just yeah, saying. What it's is the – it's called the heart! Damn it. All right. We're tied up. That's fine. Missed opportunity. I want, let the record show. Great clue by me. Can I pick? That's, uh, yes. Nah. We'll take uh-huh. number three. All right. Number three. Number three. Uh, the clue for you, Andy, is horde. 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 Well, there's two versions of that. Uh, well, give well, us one the right, of them, all right? The right give one. us one uh, of them. Horde. Um, crowd. No. No. All right, uh, let's go with Joe. Let's go with retain. Oh, collect. All right, Andy. Uh, I said hoard. Uh, how about store? Gather. No. Uh. And he screwed us up with his first uh, word. But uh, let's go with keep. You said keep? Yeah, keep. Can we spell it? K-W-E-T. Oh, good. You know how to spell it. Good. Now give me the word I'm looking for. Is this this as painful to listen to as I think? Yes. Do do you have an answer, Joe? I think you guys have both played before. What the hell's wrong with you? I blame the board. Let's say save. No, you got it right. There you go. Wow. Rescue? Come on, guys. Shut up. Well, he started with Horde. I couldn't go rescue. He started with Horde. I had to follow the lead. What is that, two points? (laughs) One point. Eight points. (laughs) Eight points. All right, who's up? Joe's up, right? Yeah? Yeah. All right, back to Joe. Here we go, Joe. We can put the dagger in the heart right now. Here we go. Okay, let's go number three. You we just, just did, did three. number three. You can't do three, seven, or ten. Pick a different number. Okay. Number two. Number two. All right. Hey, he loses it. Let's go with – shut up. Let's go with grain. Grain. All right. Come on. Hurry up. We do have a 
clock situation here. We're running into a brick wall. Can you give me the answer? Uh, wheat. <laughs> what did he say? He said wheat. Wheat. All right. He said wheat. Here we, oh my here we go. Andy, for oh, the win. For the win. They, they said grain. I'm going to say Asian. Eddie, that's racist. Right. That's right, that's Rice. Eddie's that's a winner. Ra- You're racist. That's a winner. You're racist. You can't say Asian. You said Asian. You lose. You said Asian. You said Asian. You lose. You lost, Eddie. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.